I was watching a uh, I was watching a little YouTube video about wh- how why your podcast isn't popular. Oh, was it me? No, no this is everyone. <laughs> it was a general you, not you okay. specifically, Ian Boothby. But uh, it said, "Don't be too general." And welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. Hi there, I'm Ian Boothby. It looks so gray outside the window, and yet it was like crazy bright when you were uh, entering. Earlier. Yeah. What's I... going on? What's the situation? <laughs> what is Why the situation? Why is there different weather in the side of the yeah, house isn't than it in odd? the back of the house? Well, do you think maybe it's because the way the sun is going across the sky that now that side is in shade? Oh, you're now telling me the sun moves? <laughs> okay, whatever. Crazy guy. Yeah, the sun just got up and moved while, you know, we were in here. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. It didn't move, but we moved. The sun moved also. The sun moved also. We're all Everything's moving. moving. We're just moving. Yeah. Have you ever seen that terrifying video showing you how the actual solar system is, is mm. what it's doing is it moves through space and it's just like a this careening spiraling mess going oh, yeah. going flying along because you know it's all all the planets they're not they're not all like you know when you picture it when they draw a picture of it it's beautiful, like a, it looks like a flat beautiful uh, flat, orbits yeah, yeah and then but the reality is they're all like kind of trailing after the sun as it speeds through space all whirling around it at the same time so it's well i mean we're uh, the results of an explosion right mm-hmm. i mean we're not not still exploding so it's like, you know, things flying in different directions and what have you. We're assigning, you know, some order to it to give ourselves some comfort. Sure. Make those uh, junior school projects make some sense. Because you can't just take your foam balls, just throw them all at the ground and just go, nah, that's the universe for you. No, you got to take them, put them on the sticks, balance them all, give Jupiter that little dot. And uh, there you go. And then now throw away uh, Pluto. That's no good. <laughs> that's no good. Yeah. It's still there. I wonder... It feels like Pluto left. It feels like when we said Pluto, nah, that Pluto just got the hint and like left. No, it's still Doesn't there. it feel weird? It feels like, yeah. well, what's it doing there? Just hanging out still? Well, we didn't really got pay that much attention to it. Got invited to the party yeah. and it's still not leaving, not getting there. All the other planets yeah. are, ah, look at the uh, orbit. It's time for, I guess we all should go. Pluto, you got a ride? How you doing, Pluto? You got a ride? No, I'm fine. I'm just hanging here. Oh, fucking Pluto. <laughs> Still by the chips. Yeah. Just won't leave. I mean, really. Let's open another bag of chips. It shouldn't Pluto. even be Pluto. It shouldn't have a name now. No. Because there's other things out there that are like it floating around out there. We know we can see them now. Pluto was just the most prominent at one point and got named. Yeah. But really, it should just be like. That was the mistake. It was naming it. It makes it harder to let it go. It does make it harder. It's like an animal. It's like, you can't, you yeah. can't name it. Because once right. you name it, it's like, hey, there's Pluto. Now you got emotional feelings right. about it. Why Whereas never... you don't care about all the other, like yeah. uh, like an asteroid or a little, another dumb moon. We don't name our rats. One of those, like, uh, well, some people name rats. I don't. Well, okay. I keep it strictly business. Whiskers McGinty? <laughs> Not even that. Johnny Chaz. I don't, don't name him. <laughs> Strictly, this is all business. Bitey Bob. <laughs> yeah, that way you could call him that. That would okay. You wouldn't really mind getting rid of Bitey Bob. Be like, you know, he's bitey. He is bitey, but yeah. I mean, that's his job. He's a rat. Yeah. If but... he stopped uh, biting things, then uh, we'd be in a lot of trouble, probably uh, ecologically speaking. <laughs> if the rats stopped. 
Rats work. take care of a lot of our nonsense. Is that and right? I think so. They're doing, like, they're doing a good job? Yeah, they're the cleanup crew. Sure. Well, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, they're I have like, no problem with like that. They're like crows. You know, you're annoyed when they're yeah. pecking at your head. But it's good <laughs> when they're like uh, yeah. taking the stuff it's off. It's like buzzards. Arm. You're annoyed when they're pecking at your head. Right. But, yeah. There's one time in your life you're going to be upset at a buzzard. And that's when it's eating you. But the rest of the time. <laughs> you're different. It's like, like Pluto. Yeah. It's you like don't Pluto. think about it. No, you don't think about it. You don't it. think about buzzards. And you just don't name the buzzard. <laughs> That's a mistake. Yeah. Who's the buzzard called in uh, in uh, Looney Tunes cartoons? Was that That's, Buzz Buzzard? I don't know. I don't know the name uh, of the buzzard. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know it's uh, the one you're talking about, but... I don't know. Edgar Bergen watches that and goes, <laughs> That's a great funny voice. Hey, guys. <laughs> How's this work? Right. Do copyrights we're not, not exist? Hey, we're not stopping there, Edgar. You're not alone in this, so don't worry about it. It's fine. I got some bad news for you about Sylvester the Cat. <laughs> that's right. And Pete Puma. <laughs> and so on. And I so guess forth. that's why he appears in uh, Fun and Fancy Free. He's like, well, if you can't beat him, join him. Oh, do, what, what is Fun and Fancy Free? Fun and Fancy Free is, is one of Disney? Disney. Yeah, it's one of Disney's um, anthology ones where they have like two. So there's Jack and the Beans or Mickey and the Beanstalk. And then there's this another one, another story. Something about a bear, I think. Bongo the Bear or something like that. And then uh, in between that is an interstitial. My favorite part of it, because I just love the, <laughs> I just love the the fake house they live in. Like it's obviously like a set, but it's just a lovely house. Like it's like a 1940s house, really nicely mm. put together. And then uh, yeah, Edgar Bergen and and Charlie McCarthy and Mortimer Snurd are there. And then there's some kids and and uh, Jiminy Cricket. Okay. And they act as kind of like the host in between the se- in the segments. Okay. And the last part of the spoilers. The giant takes the roof off the house to look inside and see them in there. Okay. At the end. But yeah. This is the Mickey and the Beanstalk giant who's... Uh, yeah, yeah. He did not die. He, he shows up. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. It's yeah. funny, you know. He's not dead. He is a big, he's a big guy. Yeah. He's fine. He did, it looked like he fell a long way, but he's big, so he's okay. Uh, yeah, and he shows up. Yeah, I wonder what they... Uh, yeah, here's, here's two things. One, I wonder what they did with the giant and the Jack and the Beanstalk legend. Uh, two things. One... Uh, you know, uh, mom didn't believe that it was a good idea yeah. to get those magic beans. Wakes up the next day, dead giant on the lawn, and a whole bunch of swag. Okay, yeah. so that's that's something. That's pretty good. Also, also, but cut, weird swag, and, and the only swag you can get from that upper land, which is now cut <laughs> off from our reality because yeah. you've, you've cut it, and well, so you can't get. No, you can't get the back beanstalk. Up. Was it? Oh, you mean yeah, chopped down. So there's no way to get back up to. But giant there must stuff. be other ways because oh. well, because that's not the that's only the beanstalk grew like a day before. Yeah. There's stuff going on up there all the time. Well, they live up there. That's where the giants Oh, live. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but there's no way for us to reach the giants. You've what about a helicopter? Up. Yeah, they could get a helicopter, of course. Back then, they had those. They did, Well, I mean, they yeah. didn't have it then, but eventually... Frank da Vinci. That was the reason we got helicopters, was so that we could go up back and forth between giant land and, and our our realm of mm. reality. Seems like looking for trouble. Um, <laughs> here, here's what I think they should do at Disneyland. You don't know. Maybe flies. Yeah. Like, our flies are really just like... People trying to like get up to giant land. Oh, we're giant land. We're giant land, and they're oh, flies. Oh, that's interesting. We're yeah. giant land to something else. Yeah. So there's like uh, creatures living below us. Yes. That we don't. Uh, we, we don't know. Aware we, don't, of. we don't pay attention to. Interesting. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. I still want to know what the deal is with the um, magic beans guy. If <laughs> if the magic beans person was like uh, you know trying to run a scam, or if they wanted to bring down the giant, yeah, like they had an issue. That's with right. the giant. <laughs> they're part of they're part of the charter. The uh, that new Gal Gadot movie. Oh, what's It's like a secret organization and it's called The Charter. And yeah. he was part of that. And their job was to take down the giant. Here's... By any means necessary, including a, an infant. 
oh, that you okay. uh, rope into this. Here's what uh, I would do with. Oh, I do want to get into my Disney thing in a second. Sure. Uh, the tag I would throw onto the uh, the story would be um, the one with the with the with the uh, now has the cow. Didn't want to go up there and fight a giant. Yeah. And so got Jack to do it. But while Jack was up there distracting the giant, uh, they were looting the place themselves. They were taking all that stuff and they were chucking things. <laughs> Off the clouds, and they were loading up their stuff. Yeah. Then went back down before uh, all everything you know broke loose. Yeah. And so yeah, they collected up, and uh, then maybe they returned the cow, and it's a nice little thing. And they're like, oh, the cow's <laughs> back, and they're like, oh, that's nice. The cow got some closure there. Yeah. You yeah. never know what happens to the cow. Yeah. Feel bad. But what I would do with Disneyland is I would um, set up a thing where it's you know how they had like um, Disney's California. Uh, more California, like you're in California, but yeah, now yeah. there's more California. Yeah. California Adventure. It yeah. feels weird. It feels like being in Paris and just like, hey, come to Paris land. What is it? <laughs> it's like being in Paris. We're already in Paris, yeah. but it's more Paris. Yeah. It's like, I well, don't it's, think it's like it's like all all of California. It's not just Paris. It's like all of California okay. compressed into like a. Uh, back lot. Yeah, France isn't that big. It's fine. You know, it's not hard. Like, if you really want to see yeah. that part of California, just go outside and go to it's it. It's a pretty long drive. Ah, fair enough. It's a pretty uh, long drive. Like, it's, it's pr- like it's a pretty long line. Well, it's like a 12 hour drive to get up to San Francisco. Okay. You know, but you, you, know. Can, just ha- you can just have like a whitewater rafting right, right there. Okay. Well, then my, my suggestion is. Have remains. you been to the. Have you been to California Adventure? No, I've never been to Disney World. You've never been to Disneyland? No, we've been through this many times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, never. Uh, but what I would say they should do with that area yeah. is go uh, Disney uh, Deep Cuts. And it's Deep Cuts land. <laughs> okay. And you go in there. Yeah. And they don't tell you what the film is. Yeah. They don't tell you what it is. But you, yeah, you'll get the house from from Fun, fun Fancy Free. Yeah. Or you'll get like other ones are really obscure. Or you get like yeah, sure. some of the trees are from like the old cartoon with a tree and you go, oh and, and it's yeah. for johnny appleseed it's for the hardcores yeah yeah because there's hardcores there and, and they'll, yeah, they'll yeah. walk in or there'll be something that will have been taken out of the other disney yeah. uh, areas they're like this no longer exists but do you know what ride this is from sure do you know what this is from and it's then, what disney loves niche marketing well that's the thing that's I what think, they're all about i think well no you you do because you want the general public to be there, and you want them with their kids and having fun, and we're all having a good time. Now you want the hardcore Disney nerds yeah. who will go in there and go like, oh, and, you know, I got to buy this because, you know, this was the Oswald the Lucky Rabbit from that one cartoon that was banned in da-da-da-da where he's wearing <laughs> the hat that, you know, supports fascism. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, and they'll buy that stuff, the real obscuro stuff, mm. and uh, load up. Yep. Yeah, or some cells Those. or something. Yeah, <laughs> I really think. I don't, yeah, you don't think they? Uh, I, yeah, I just don't. I just Disney don't. Disney doesn't want that extra money. They don't, <laughs> well, I think they want money. They want money. That's why they're not going to like waste <laughs> a couple of acres of property to with the deep to cuts appeal to weirdos. Obscure. I mean, I look. I look now at uh, Marvel. All right, and yeah, and you know, at, once upon a time. You know they they had all these properties yeah. that you know were nothing. They were nothing. All, mm-hmm. all, the only ones that would make any sense to sell are Spider Man and the X Men. And then what else you got? I don't know. Maybe the Hulk. Yeah. I don't know. Has anyone heard of Iron Man? How about Black Widow and Hawkeye? Well, that yeah. gives two shits. That's nothing. <laughs> and yet that's all the stuff that built up. And so they started getting more and more obscure. And you got Guardians of the Galaxy. You got the Eternals. Sure. You got all these characters. Ms. Marvel. You know, yeah. So, like, the deep weirdo cuts, 
that's that's their bread and butter when it comes to that. And don't even get me started on yeah, but I mean that's, on that's Star necess- Wars. That's necessity, not choice. Right, but you can see they where sold all their all their valuable properties. Right, right, right. And then you're, but the the necessity ended up being more profitable hmm. than the choice. So you know, and same deal with Star Wars. You know, like who do you want to see like a TV series based on a movie based on the group of people that you know uh, stole the plans to blow up the Death Star? Not really. No, of course you don't. But you <laughs> haven't seen it, right? I have seen Rogue One. Yeah. No, okay, you've seen Rogue One, but you haven't seen Andor. I uh, watched a bit of it. Okay. Well, the whole thing, you know, is kind of thought of as the best Disney TV series. And what could what could be more obscure than that? Mm. Where you're like, hey, Boba Fett, that's money in the bank. Everyone loves Boba Fett. Yeah, people don't really care about <laughs> Boba Fett that much. That's yeah. fine. We want, uh, you know, one of the guys who stole the plans in a prequel to mm. the movie about the, like, holy cow. So, hey, Disney, you know, the obscure. That's, uh, that's where your money is. You know, now give me some money when you, when you, when <laughs> when you, you make money. Yeah, when you make money. Yeah. California Adventure is an odd idea, but it's kind of, it's, it is fun to go to. Did it replace uh, Toontown? No, no, it's a whole new thing. Like, it's, it's, it didn't replace anything that existed at Disneyland. Mm. It's an addition to Disneyland. I don't know if they, like, took away some parking or, okay. or just bought some bought some property and tore down whatever was there what is your favorite part of disneyland when you go my favorite part first thing you go to or maybe last thing you go to the first thing yeah the first thing i go to when i go there um i mean they're slightly spoiled because i think they kind of ruin them but uh, pirates of the caribbean is a personal favorite and then haunted mansion which i just saw a picture of the haunted mansion like the actual ride part of it Mm -hmm. like that there's like a old plantation Style, like Southern Plantations, because it's supposed to be like in it's in the French Quarter yeah. of Disneyland, and so it ha- it's supposed to look like an old kind of. The head in the crystal ball is French. She's French, right? Is she? I think so. I've no one can understand. The Eddie Murphy uh, movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And I th- yeah, I think she was played by, uh, you know, that uh, sexy lady who's uh, begins with a J. You know, sexy lady. Who Jane, has a sister? Jane Mansfield? Whose name, her, her sister's Meg Tilly. I can't remember her name. Oh, Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly. Tilly. I know that's her name. <laughs> yeah, I think it was played by Jennifer Tilly. Okay. I did see that movie, but that was a while ago. Did you see Gonzo in the Haunted Mansion? No. Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. I'd say that was the best Haunted Mansion thing there's been so far. <laughs> good. Um, there was a Haunted Mansion uh, movie uh, a few seconds ago, and none of us saw it. No, no one saw it. No one cared. Yeah, it had a bunch of military secrets in it. Didn't matter. That's where they hid them. <laughs> That's where the alien. That's where they showed, showed the real Project Blue Book. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it was a ghost thing, so it was Project Boo Book. Oh, there sorry. you go. <laughs> My mistake. Yeah. My mistake. So, yeah, it's quite because so they have the little they have the house. It's very small, mm-hmm. and then the actual ride part is just an enormous building behind it. Like ginormous compared to like the 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 part you go into where you think you're actually in the ride. No. Because in the ride itself you you go down in an elevator mm-hmm. to get to the to get to the actual cars that take you through the through the ride. Mm. So I always assume that it was downstairs, but I guess I'm wrong. And actually pirates is the same. You descend into the into the tunnel that you go through. Basically Pirates of the Caribbean is like a is like a kind of fancied and up tunnel of love, you know, or just like kind of where yeah, you're just riding you, a boat. You're on water. You're, in a you're boat. on water on a boat. Yeah, and you just kind of go through okay. various uh, little little um, I don't know what you would call them dioramas, not dioramas, but scenarios. Yeah, yeah. diorama sounds fine. 
But, uh, but the kind of kid's solar system uh, thing was up there as a diorama, and it's like, why is it here? Nah, he couldn't use it. It had Pluto in it, so we bought it. Yeah. I mean, as someone who loved the original ride, it was a little wrecked when I saw it the time I went with the girls because they had added, uh, like, Johnny Depp as yeah. Jack Sparrow to parts of the ride, like he's hiding in a barrel. And uh, sadly, the um, voice actor, Paul... Freeze. Paul Freeze, yeah. It was... His voice was not used as much in the ride because mm-hmm. it was replaced by the actors from the movies. And you're kind of like, why are we... I mean, if this ride was so great that it inspired these movies, why are we replacing the great ride with stuff for the movies? It seems kind of backwards, but... Because like before, before there was just like a kind of generic pirate face as you went down that would be reflect... I think projected onto like a waterfall as you went down. And then, right. then they had the Davy Jones, the tentacle-faced guy doing it. Just stuff like that. And you're just kind of like, eh... Like the, the the original ride is about, I mean, it's a romantic idea of it, but it's about the the true history of pirates in New Orleans. Who it was a regular occurrence there that would be attacks on New Orleans by pirates. I don't know if it's super regular. It wasn't like rain, but you know what I mean. Like, and if it, if it was, you could plan for it. You really could. Off, yeah, a pirate umbrella. But you know, so there, this little things like stuff that's used in the film, like the the pirates who are in jail trying to lure the dog. But it's just all all kind of um, like you know robots or whatever. Not quite robots, but you know what I mean. They had a name for them there for what those animatronics. Animatronics, yes, that's right. And so you know, they're just it is interesting. It's fun, but it's it's so imaginative and has so many fun little gags, especially when you're a kid. Sure. And then the things like you can look up in the sky and there's stars like moving in the sky above you, which gives this kind of sense of why. But it's just so great that they would do that, you know. And uh, so I, I do love that ride, just because as a kid it was so. Um, it just seems so great. And the same with Haunted Mansion. Because Haunted Mansion is this gags that go uh, plenty. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you do go down an elevator. And the best part to me about that is the paintings lengthen as you go down. Yeah. And they all reveal like a gag. So there's like four paintings in each one. So it, like, you know, it starts off as like your, your, the, this one ancestor who is like a, a big game hunter in Africa. And as you go down, then he's, he's in a pot, you know. So just little gags like that. And probably not there anymore, actually, when I think about that gag. <laughs> I think there's a similar gag with, uh, with one of them like uh, over a lion's mouth that's like open. Yeah, yeah, things like that. So they're all kind of related, I guess. All, so the idea that you know all these ancestors had grisly deaths, so yeah. no one are being haunted. Like. But um, and then there's things you know where the the ghosts are hitchhiking, you know, and you see them hitch- hitchhiking, and then you go past another mirror and you look in the mirror and they're sitting between you and and your passenger, <laughs> just stuff like that. You know, like just little fun gags, and and because apparently the whole ride is like one giant mirror that you're going past and it's what it's what basically you're seeing everything through the, a mirror um that's projecting so you're sitting in the mirror and then there's projections on the mirror and then the problem is for when we went was that then they had all the stupid nightmare before christmas stuff so that there's the projection of the original haunted mansion and then the on top of that projection projections of the nightmare before christmas so it's a really cheap feeling because it's not like they were they didn't turn off like the old yeah. stuff it's like, so you can still see like the ghostly dancers in the ballroom, but on top of that is like a bunch of dumb characters from Nightmare Before Christmas, you know, like whatever, like a dumb Christmas tree and, you know, it's just, you're like, ah, oh, quit it. Like, why would you do that? Like, even if, if that's your choice, that's like, you think is a great idea. Why just turn off the old ride then and just replace it with this new stuff you think is so great, mm-hmm. which isn't by the way, because it's not funny. Like all those things aren't funny. They're just characters who are there like, huh? Eh? Huh? Eh? Look at it is. It's Jack, he's here. Woo. He's there. Yeah. Has anything changed in uh, when you were saying, you know, it's like it's a ride in a boat? Because uh, it's a small world is another boat ride, right? 
Um, yeah. Have they had to uh, change that with the time? And somebody got stuck for two hours. What? On it's a small world ride. Yeah, got somehow the uh, ride got stuck. Not me, but someone else I knew. Oh. Yeah, she got stuck on the ride. It's two hours of sitting there listening to oh, the music. Wow. <laughs> At some point, you got to jump in the water and swim. <laughs> Let's go for it. Yes, yeah, that's right. E. coli, who cares? Yeah. Well, that's a good lawsuit. Uh, but, uh, you know, because some countries have changed, some things have changed. Do they update the It's a Small World uh, folks? Because it's, it's a trip through, like, the world. With it is. Saying, right? It is. And I'm going to assume, I'm going to assume. Yeah. Lesotho, no, Lesotho's not there. Uh, what's that? Lesotho is probably not there. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also going to assume maybe some of the uh, depictions mm. don't fly as well now as they would have yeah. back in the day. Yeah. You know, that's probable. Uh, yeah, that's I just probable. wonder if there's any. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been. I haven't been. I, when it, last time I went, it was the the early 2000s. So we were still, you know, comedians were acting stuff in blackface, and really everyone was having a good time about it. So. I don't think anyone was getting upset about the fact that there's some Chinese people <laughs> in the small world designed by, wonderfully designed by Mary Petty, the great mm-hmm. artist. So It was definitely a different era. I, what I don't get <laughs> about that ride is I've heard the song. Yes. I don't know how you can take that song for any extended period of time. <laughs> like, you hear that song for one minute and like, yes. we're good, right? <laughs> and it's like, like yeah. and the ride can't just be a minute long. Just, it's, it's, it's a little bit. It's a bit. And we're done. Like we're, it's over, but I mean, you do have a visual element to it of the of the actual. Like, is there a preface like to someone going, "The world is a miraculous <laughs> place"? And our differences I are the celebration that. of the bubba de boo. Yeah, yeah. Let's remember America's number one, but there's a lot of ties for number two. Yeah, yeah. It's a small world, and then get into it. It's small mind after all. It's yeah. a different time in the past. <laughs> Don't judge us by times now. Don't they? Don't they Think still you wear? Could do better, you jerk. Don't they still wear their straw hats in uh, those parts of the world? Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. Well, for one, okay, like I've always had the flags of nations. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wouldn't be like. To be honest with you, if I was there, I wouldn't be going like, yeah, like where is Lesotho's flag or what happened to really, East, uh, Com- for this L- East Republic? L- of, what East Republic? Of Com- I just find it fascinating because it's it's in South Africa, but it's yeah. like in South Africa. Sure. South Africa, South Africa surrounds this country. It's pretty rare to have a country that's surrounded by another country. Mm. I can think of one more off the top of my head. Oh, okay, I can't. So, why don't you tell us what that one is? Uh, Vatican City. Oh, yeah, is yeah, a country. There you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With a big strong asterisk next to it. <laughs> and Obelix. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, whoops. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. There we go. One of the microphones. Uh, that was just me. I it just, was a very Catholic microphone. I stretched my, <laughs> stretched my leg out, yes. And the Pope got his revenge. Yeah. Oh, darn it. Um, yeah, I think... But I I don't think there's been much in the way of changes at... Uh, Disney. I mean, there has been some changes. They like keep some, adding presidents. They got to do that. They what, sorry? Have to keep adding presidents. <laughs> keep adding presidents. They do, you know. Do they, they actually... Go, oh, do yeah, they keep yeah. adding them? Yeah. Oh, man, is Trump there? Of course Trump's there. That's He's bad. a president. Uh, of course he is. A hall of presidents. Have you, you haven't seen him, obviously. He's creepy looking, but he's there. I, I just, yeah, I was like, kind of wonder when they have an election, you know, you got like Disney, all the Disney imagineers that are there going, okay, all right, who are we going to have to make up? And they're kind of hoping that the, the person stays so they don't have to make a new one. Mm. Like, eh? Ah, nuts. One thing I bet is Two are great for Disney. One thing I bet isn't there anymore is there was a... A movie. It's kind of like a a Google thing, but it's, but it wasn't. This is pre Google, where they they mounted four cameras on the top of a vehicle and they drove across America, and so they created this a uh, completely 
circular, you know, so you're in this circular building and it's being projected all around you, this film. And it's just them driving across mm. America. It's probably late, early 70s that when it was done. So when I saw it as a kid, I was just like, oh, this is just like where I live. Like, this is just like the world I live in. But I thought it was interesting anyway, even as a kid. Sure. And they have like handrails you have to hold on to because I guess some people get disoriented by yeah. the, the having everything around you moving. Um, that, but I, it was still there when I went with the girls in 2003. And, and by that point, it was just like a nostalgia trip because it was just like, oh, I remember when the world used to look like this. This is interesting. Look at these cars. They're all so old. <laughs> I, so I, I can't even imagine it would be there anymore. They just sort of plowed it under and put something you know, more uh, they, IP related. They but, had a uh, similar thing at Science World, I remember, back in the 80s. Okay. Here, uh, when it was on Granville Street in a three-story building. Uh, and in the in the basement, you could go there, and you could sit on this box, and you could control uh, faster or slower. Okay. And they would have some film that was in front of you, and I think it might have been to the sides a little bit, and you could like go through these different areas of Vancouver. Okay. And yeah. I would love to see that now, just yeah. to see the different areas of Vancouver. Yeah. But yeah, you could make it faster, slower, pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was it was of that time. Yeah. So yeah. it would be mid eighties, um, Vancouver. Which would be cool to see because it'd be so different than what it was now, like. The skyline. The skyline would be. It would blow your mind to see the old skyline of Vancouver. Right. There's the Eter- there's the Hall of the Eternals in on Granville, like the Vogue and whatnot, then the Orpheum that will like be there forever. Mm-hmm. You just like you know, see old pictures where there's volcanoes in the background and the Orpheum's <laughs> still there. But yeah, there, some dinosaurs changes. walking past. And then there's yeah, of course you know like hey white lunch hmm uh, hmm okay and what else you got and uh, the other things are there. I don't remember that place at all. Hmm. Was no, it there don't. in the eighties? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, okay, no, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. And then for a brief period of time, you know, a lot of it became like all porn. Just so much porn. Ridiculous mm. sheer Ramble amounts Street, of, yes, of porn. Yes. And then all the porn now is like, yoink, it's all gone. <laughs> yeah, it's all gone. No one can see it now. it's all free at home. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's all free that's at home. Thing, yes. So yeah. there's no reason for it to do anything there. Now it's PETA's. It went from porn to PETA places. Yes. Well, I think the PETA's are gone too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That was, was a, a brief Peter Pocket period that we had, we went Peter Pit. Yeah, yeah. I remember the, the one that I always thought was the weirdest name was Extreme Peter. Oh, that seemed like whoa! Wow. Like, okay. they, when they finished it, they threw it in your face. Yeah, easy, easy. Extreme, <laughs> just right at you. Uh, hopefully, you caught it. You didn't. Well, it's yeah. too bad for you. You know what's better? It's a extreme. Sandwich. Just a sandwich. A sandwich is better sandwich than is good. <laughs> and you want a pita? Yeah. You know what's better than that? Taco. <laughs> This seems like a mix between these two things that isn't as good as either. Yeah. You know, listen, if you grow up and it's your culture, good on you. That's fine. Yeah. But like, why, why is this here? <laughs> Who asked for this? Who went like, what do you want here? Oh, I wish we had a pita place. Yeah. No one. No one said that. No one wanted that. No one asked for that. Everyone's like, eh, there's no line here. Let's go there. That's their whole business model is, eh, there's no line. Let's go. If you get a donair, is it is it in a pita? Because uh, it gets put in like the pocket of a bread, right? Okay, now now you got me. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think of like the last time I had. I do like a donair, and now I can't even think of what a donair freaking is. Well, you called you called me out, called my bluff. Well done, you. <laughs> well, a donair is when they have that big giant yeah. piece of meat, yeah, and they, they slice and they it down it and they put it. I think they do put it in a pita. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then they put in all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I, look, the meat is good. The, the things they put in there are good. Mm. But you know what else would be good? On a bun. 
That'd be fine. Have that in a sandwich. But well, it's good. Uh, hmm. What I like about or you have I, it as a taco. What I like about Donaire right? is that you get like way more in there though. Okay. You get like a big giant juice like well, I like a lot of sauce on it, but a big giant juicy mess. Right. As I like to call it. Oh, you're right. I'm looking at. But here's the problem with them. Here's the problem with the Donaire. Okay. Is that they put too much of the same stuff in one place. So when you're eating it, you you either eat you're either eating all the meat or you're eating all the the, the uh, vegetables, but you're not getting both. Quite, yeah, it doesn't look like it's quite a pita. It okay. could be, it could be. Yeah, but it looks like it's just wrapped. What is in a donair? Well, I just say what a donair is. <laughs> what is a donair in Canada? It's a type of sandwich or wrap. It could be a wrap. That's what I'm thinking of. But it's not in the wrap. Well, maybe it is. I don't because you always eat it with a wrapper on it. And where so was the donair uh, created? I think in. Uh, Halifax. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, similar to the uh, to the donor or donor kebab. Yeah. 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 I think it's just the sauce and and the what's put on it. Right. Because a little bit, it's a bit uh, different with the. And the listen, no offense to Halifaxians. I used to live there and it was Halagonian. Hel- Hel- I know. I don't oh, okay. think that's right. <laughs> it's, it's, I couldn't take that. I couldn't <laughs> say that I was a Halagonian when I was there. It's like this is bullshit. Halifaxians. <laughs> Way cooler. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of cool that it's just so different. Okay. From the the name, like. Have you been there to Halifax? I have never been. Then to Halifax. you don't know. <laughs> I guess I'll have you opinions. You don't know. I can have opinions about whatever I want. Yeah, you can. That's the Halifax way. That's right. The, the maritime. Way. Yeah, that's the. Mm, that's the maritime <laughs> way. Is like, uh, let's have dinner and argue. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's maritimes for sure. Wow. It's like let's have dinner and uh, have a an argument. Huh. You can make them political if you want. That's is that, why. Is that why their economy is so weak? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Okay. That's why they're able to do like your uh, twenty-two minutes type shows because everyone there has that skill. Okay. Of just like, hey, what do you think about the government? Oh, don't get me started on the government. And then <laughs> they'll do a Rick Mercer style rant where they walk down an alley. <laughs> Camera twists. And you're you're the uh, you're subject to this. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, Eve has friends from there. I don't approve of that. Really? Hmm. Well, that's fine, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so she's got friends. But I wonder if... I often wonder if they miss being there. He He's an RCMP officer, so he was assigned to here. Okay. Which seems weird. It seems kind of unfair to people. Like, you're from Halifax, where you paid this amount of money for... You know, for your living expenses oh, sure, and for your sure. life. Money-wise, yeah. Now I want you to move out to the West Coast where everything's three times more expensive. Yeah, money-wise, that is... that is Yeah, you're correct. Otherwise, you know... It's a pretty extreme weather over there. So if you don't like extreme weather, you might like it here a little better. Yeah. Maybe that's... Sure. You, know. you might I mean, want to heat, You may want to heat, where, like, the weather on the side of the house is different than the back of the house. <laughs> that's true. That's confusing. It's, it looks like it looks like storms are brewing out there. It does. Way. It does look like kind of miserable. Like, absolutely. That is it not looks, the well, I shouldn't say miserable. Today. It looks wonderful out there because I'm not a fan of the heat. So this is... I'm just like, oh, look out there. That That's mm-hmm. great. You ever think of uh, going back to your uh, old house in North Delta and just swimming in the pool, just 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 taking a little dive in, quick swim? I mean, then then, then climb out and and just leave. If by that you're asking, do I resent my mom and dad for selling the house in North Delta? Yes, I oh, do. Oh, very good. Yeah. Okay, because I would love for them to still live there, and so still, you could go visit. And, and as eighty year old people, still looking after the pool for me, so I could just show up, you know, whenever I want and just jump in the pool. Yeah, that should have happened, but unfortunately, they decided to sell. Mm. Dummies. I wonder if it's one. My mom of... has expressed regrets about that decision. Oh, okay. She has expressed regrets, but I think they wanted a rancher 
And is that what they got now? They have a renter now, so they don't need to go up and down stairs. Yeah. But they made that decision when they could easily have gone up and down stairs for you know quite a, quite, a, quite a few years longer. And you know now that they're heading into their sunset years, they could have sold now and made a hefty profit in the, in off the house. And which doesn't matter because you just sink all that money into another house anyway, and don't make that much money off it because you you know all all uh, high tide raises all boats. But you know we would have had the pool for all that time. Yeah. I, That's I'm, the important hoping, part I'm hoping of it. the pool still exists. The, the the pool in my neighborhood when I was younger, uh, they just uh, paved it over. It does happen. Yeah, we, we, we don't want that pool. We don't it's want this beautiful pool be. in the backyard. Why would we want that? Pave it over. But and then yeah, it's just a regular shitty backyard. According to someone in my Dumb family house. who went by there recently, it's still it's, they still have a pool. Okay, so that's pretty good. You could also check on uh, Google Earth. Look down on uh, the backyards of old place and see. My next door neighbors, when I was a little kid, yeah. they got rid of the pool. Okay. Dum dums. Yeah, there was people... a big there was a big yard size pool that the mom uh, made only like three feet deep because she couldn't swim. Okay, like, learn to swim. <laughs> That's a better way to go about it. Uh, probably was only planning to have it for the little kids. No, no, it was for her. Oh, was it for her? Yeah, she wanted to have it for exercise oh, for swimming. Three feet deep. Yeah, learn how to swim then. Just learn to swim. Yeah. Grab a paddleboard. Yeah, yeah. Put some water wings on. You're fine. I guess. I guess there's no lifeguard there when you're doing it. So when I think about it, I used Hire to, a sexy lifeguard. I used to swim by myself. Like, if no one was home, I'd just be swimming in the backyard. Oh, same. Yeah, we had uh, kind a of pool a, for six months. I don't know if that's yeah. really safe, but when you're a kid, you don't think about the consequences. You just think about what sounds fun. Yeah, con- there's, there's no consequences when you're a kid. Well, none, none that are imaginable. Well, none that we know about because they're gone now, the ones who <laughs> suffered them. Uh, but if you weren't swimming in that pool, you would have been out doing something equally dangerous. You'd be in the woods, like, yeah. uh, throwing knives at uh, bears or something. Uh, shooting a bow and arrow, yeah. Shooting a bow and arrow. That's what I did. Learning how that works. Hey, making your own uh, fireworks. Something like that. We Blowing were just, stuff up. We were with... stalking a post-apocalyptic land where monsters who look like trees were very prominent. Sure. And had to be shot ants. with bow and arrows. There were some ants that were out there. Ants? Ants. Oh, ants. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't... They weren't ants, because I wouldn't have enjoyed shooting ants with a bow and arrow. But no, they were, <laughs> they were like, mutant monsters. Had to be shot with a bow and arrow. Did you win said battle? Oh, of course. I live to live to tell the tale. Um, again, we're doing a lot of memories right now. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, once upon a time uh, when I was uh, grade two, and uh, uh, my my friend and I uh, decided to do a play, uh, and it was called Robin Hood. And so oh, that's uh, a, the teacher never heard of it. The teacher was like all into this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so uh, the play the play went like this. Um, I was Friar Tuck. Okay. So I took a pillow and I put it under my shirt. Sure. And then he was Robin Hood. Yeah. And he took a, a, a wooden sword and he throw, threw me a wooden sword and we just beat each other up. <laughs> that was it. That was the whole thing. That's great. And until the teacher went, all right, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no play involved here. <laughs> but we thought this was the greatest play. <laughs> and also, when did... Friar Tuck and and Robin Hood fight. I guess they must have. Yeah. At some point, because I feel like uh, that's how he met every one of the the merry men and was bested them in battle mm. or some such. And uh, or or you know or in the case of Little John, I think he uh, you know uh, laughed at the, the it was it was fine that he fell off the log. <laughs> I think that's how the story goes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she would uh, knock it off. <laughs> that was the first play I ever did. All right. Well, sounds. Yeah. It's I did the story a, of Robin Hood. Ah! I put on a, I put on a puppet show for for a class one time. Okay, me and another friend. We were going to write this very 
pretty elaborate story. It was kind of a Godzilla thing. Um, and we were going to make some puppets for it. It turned out that we were just too lazy and disorganized. So we didn't actually make the puppets for it. I ended up having to go to my another friend and beg to borrow his puppets. That I'd actually made a few of them, so it was okay. That's yeah, all right. It seemed fair that I could borrow them. So I borrowed those puppets. And then we we're going to write a script for it. We never really got around to that either. Sure. So we had no script. But we did have like an idea of a general story. We thought, well, we can just improvise it. Yeah. It'd be fine. It wasn't fine. <laughs> so it turns out kids aren't that imaginative. No. You think you're imaginative as a kid, but you're not. You're just very imitative. And so we didn't know what we were doing, and it it was... If I could give one word to it, even me doing it, boring. Oh. That's my review. There's a Godzilla TV show that's coming on. Okay. Um, that's It's more than just a Godzilla TV show. Sure. It's about, you know, I believe... It's the all or- of the, all the monsters? All the monsters, yeah. Destroy all monsters? Uh, yeah, it's kind of destroy all monsters, but it's about the organization. And it takes place sure. in the present, and it takes place in the past. Oh. And in the present... Kurt Russell plays, uh, you know, a character, and in the past, Kurt Russell plays a character. Yeah, his son. Oh, uh, who was like um, uh, U.S. agent in the yep, yep. Captain America. I think of him from. Uh, I think of him as the pitcher from uh, Everybody Wants Some. Oh, okay, and he was also in Wyatt Russell, some semi-surrealistic TV show about a cult of some sort that oh, I really? kept giving multiple chances to, and then going, nah. But I liked him. He's also in a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, he's the vi- also... The video game one with the haunted house. Oh, okay. He's also Kurt Russell's son. Anyway, they yes. play the same character, but like a different era. Yeah. Yeah, which that's is fun. like good for them. That's, that's fun to do. That's good. So is uh, Kate Hudson in it as well? In no clue. Goldie Hawn? No clue. Oh. Don't... They should. 100% they should. They sh- And they those two should play like uh, Godzilla and younger Godzilla. Godzilla. Goldie Hawn should play Godzilla? Yeah, like older Godzilla. Yeah. And she's ah, and she's in a little bikini, and she's dancing. <laughs> I don't know about that. And then Kate Hudson so, is, uh, is a younger version, yeah, like, yeah. kind of a Godzuki type. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, who, what's, who's Godzuki? Godzuki was the uh, younger. Well, it was kind of Godzilla's friend, younger okay. friend. Oh, I see. And the old Godzilla kind of animated series. Yeah. There was the one where or side monster. Yeah, a little bit. It was the comedy relief monster. Okay. And God, Godzuki would try to do stuff and would fall on its butt. And then would go, ah, ha, ha. Uh, it was like right. a bunch of teenagers kind of solving uh, deep sea mysteries. A lot of times they'd they'd run up against pirates. Didn't uh, Godzilla travel on his butt? Yes, yeah, sometimes. He would slide on his butt, He would he? slide on his butt sometimes. Yeah. That's true. But for the most part, because that's hard to draw all of Godzilla... Uh, they'd be out on a boat, and then like pirates would attack, and they'd go, "Godzilla, help us!" And then Godzilla would rise, and okay. Godzilla would smack around the boat a bit. Yeah, they go, "Thanks, Godzilla!" And Godzuki would like get involved in, as well. It's probably not. It's probably not that it's hard to draw. It's probably it's hard to draw in scale. Like mm. if you want to have like, well, God- he's got lots of scales. You're right. <laughs> if you want Godzilla at the same kind of like eye level as the. True. Pirate guy. He has to be in the water. Like otherwise, he'd just be towering above the boat. So all you get are like these shots of uh, Godzilla's groin with the boat. Mm. Floating, they're kind of yelling up at him, and he's looking down. And, yeah, or she. Oh, don't even start! Don't even start. <laughs> can of worms. Is that right? I don't even. Yeah, okay. that's what we fought. Fought, and it was a can of worms. Yeah, a yeah. Can of worms. Very what disturbing. do you think about those old movies, like Gamera, the old Godzilla? Movies? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that you know, what am I going to do? Not watch TV at mm. like two in the afternoon? Yeah, yeah. At home. Uh, but I, they're I kind remember, of boring. I, I always thought. Yeah, they're boring. But you, what yeah. you do? Not watch TV. You know? I like I like the miniatures and I like yeah. I like that part of it. 
But I just thought it, kind of thought they were boring. Is, is there... Yeah, I think there was either um, a TV show called Spectraman or Ultraman or one yeah. of the two. I can never tell the two apart. But he fought those kind of giant monsters. Mm. But would do it all in a half hour and really get on with it. And then Godzilla would come out. And the Godzilla movie would come out. Yeah. And just take their freaking It's time. a lot of hanging around. So yeah. much setting up. Just like the legend of Godzilla is. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would go on. I, I remember as a kid really liking King Kong versus Godzilla. Mm. I thought, this is a good fight. I don't think I've seen that one. I'm in. I'm in. And there was a legend about who wins at the end, uh, which was not true. Um, but, you know, I think that's what they're tapping into with nowadays. And you're like, oh, with, finally. With uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, the problem is that King Kong's much smaller than Godzilla to scale. Yeah, yeah. Much smaller. Okay. Yeah, what do you do with that? Mm. And and you got to both, you got to respect both. Yeah, and they're both honorable. And it's like, oh, well, really? Who cares about that then? Okay, because really, like, if King Kong is smaller than Godzilla, he should like hold a football and you know say he could kick it, mm-hmm. and the last minute pull it away. So then Godzilla slides in his butt. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think football Off is that island. predominant though in Japan, so he wouldn't be that aware. Mm, whereas, yeah, that's uh, true. Godzilla, but is he a- Japanese? Well, you know, it's I know King he hangs Kong around from New York. Japan. I mean, King Kong opened and closed a Broadway show on the same night. <laughs> That's true. He never but he is from a that. small South Pacific island. Yeah, but he still never stops talking about it. I was on Broadway, yeah, <laughs> for how long? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, a couple of minutes and then you took a Well, that's true, in. but so is Mighty Joe Young. and it, So I don't think it's that impressive that yeah. it's been done by others. And he's always going like, have you seen the Empire State Building? Oh, my God. Yeah. Why? Did you see it? Oh, once I climbed it. All right. <laughs> this is his only story yeah. he's telling. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and I met a girl. Oh, great. <laughs> She's really into me. Yeah. I think he thought that. She, yeah. He did. To be fair to him, he just he's very bad at picking up signals. And then, uh, then you know, and then later on he fought Godzilla. Though I'm not actually sure where he fought Godzilla. He was in some water. I was going to say, like, on a kind of very fairly desolate-looking island? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing about that is... Does it look have, like they piled a bunch of dirt up in a studio? They look like they were all falling in water. And I'm like, ugh, you don't want to be a guy in that suit, like, underwater. Especially mm. in the furry gorilla suit. Okay. Yeah. He didn't look like uh, he didn't look like King Kong either. He just looked like some. He yeah, don't have a lot of money. It's fine. Fight, fight, fight. But the one I was rooting for won. I won't ruin it for you. But the one I was rooting for won. Who made more movies, Godzilla or Gamera? Oh, that's a very good question. I'm not sure because Gamera seemed like a pretty popular character. Mm. There's a lot of Gamera movies. Well, why don't we talk about Gamera to this day? Why isn't there like a, well, a Matthew Broderick Gamera you never heard that of, we're uh, making fun of? You've never heard of Gamera Obscura? <laughs> I am a Gamera. <laughs> and so on. Make yeah, up yeah. your own jokes. I am a Gamera. That's right. <laughs> Gamera in uh, Berlin in the, the 1930s. Yeah. yeah. During the Weimar Republic. <laughs> You should do something about this, Godzilla. Uh, no, I just want to watch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we did see. I, I don't know. I I did watch those movies too. Yeah. The first one I watched was at a stranger's house. Mm. I was just there and I was bored, so I started watching their TV. My parents were there. I wasn't just there by myself. My parents were there, but I was sort of left at loose ends. And I think they had like older. There's older kids there or something. They weren't interested in me and what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And so I was watching their television, and I just happened to start watching. It's kind of the same thing that happened with, like, seeing Japanese cartoons for the first time, mm-hmm. like Japanese animation. It was just one day turning on the TV, and then there's, like, this weird movie on. 
And it wasn't like Battle of the Planets or whatever. It was a very strange one about like kids. I can't remember now. It's just like dreamlike. Sure. Because it was a story that felt dreamlike at the time. But it was like a had a certain element of like costumes and kids. Yeah. And it's really interesting because I'd never seen anything like it or even drawn like it before. I have no idea what it was though. I just I watched it though. And then that's all you'll ever see of it. You know what I mean? Like, because there's just no way to like, how are you going to find out about it? Go yep. ask your parents. <laughs> a major shrug. Was I think you get just to talk to kids at school and just go, have you ever seen? And they're like, maybe some of them will know. And yeah, no, I don't. That's how I found out about Spider-Man when kid was like really into Spider-Man. But like um, with, with, with that, uh, what, what I remember from uh, the oldie days, it's a remembering episode, everybody. That's what we're doing here. Uh, I, I, am I trying to work in a plug for Refresh My Memory, my new podcast? That I produce with uh, Jason Dedrick, Eric Fell, and Vicky Van. Maybe available on the Sneaky Dragon Network. Uh, but when I'm uh, when I was watching uh, cartoons, you'd watch sometimes it'd be a Japanese cartoon like a Captain Harlock, and then as I've mentioned before, you'd watch the French version, and then they're uh, in the same explosion, uh, except their clothes would fly off. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're seeing um, nudity. Yes, and you're like, wait. Why do the French get nudity? Yeah. And uh, that became uh, an, in- an interest of mine was, let's watch cartoons. Let's oh. just watch... Uh, the French let's watch the Yeah, you don't even speak this language. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to learn French. Yeah, let's just watch this. That's weird. I used to watch Space 1999 on the French station. But there's no... Their clothes stayed on. Yeah. They didn't. Except when mm. the woman turned into Le Chat, she turned into a cat. In, in Space 1999? Yeah, there was Shapeshifting Lady. I don't remember that one. Well, I not, didn't see them all. It's not that one. She was one of the main characters. Was oh, she was? Lady. Yeah. The Shapeshifter was one of the characters. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. You close up on her eyes and all of a sudden she's a cat. There was the balding guy who looked like uh, Trudeau. Yeah, there was Baldo. Uh, there was, there the was Landau. Alan. There was Alan, the guy who, with the mustache. Yeah. There was Martin Landau and then uh, Barbara, whatever her name was. I may be remembering this completely wrong. But I believe there was a shapeshifter on uh, Spake 1999. Am I wrong, everybody? <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah. did the show last long enough for them to become 2000? Or did everything just take place in that one year? <laughs> um, I guess. I don't think it, it... Maybe I think it had two seasons, didn't it? Oh, so did it become... It didn't become 2000. It didn't become Space 2000. Because right. you would not change the name of your show if it's a hit. Galactica 80... Yeah, did not last long enough to become Galacta eighty one. Would it have become Galactica Galactica eighty one? Good question. Or do we just stay all in the same year? Yeah. Uh, the well, because that's the name of your show now. Yeah, but I think it was in real time. I think it came out in nineteen eighty. So if it was nineteen eighty one and your show was called Galactica eighty, yeah. Well, what's the threat? We know everything's fine. They're not going to. But it, it wasn't. It wasn't contemporary to us, was it? I think it was. Like Battlestar Galactica, they had spaceships, and it's nineteen eighty. That makes no sense. Oh well, you're uh, okay. Uh, second Galactica 80. I don't want to spoil the other series for you, but <laughs> something about that. Hang what, it's Galactica 81? Okay, Galactica 80 is an American science fiction series and spinoff from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> and the original release was January 27th, 1980. Mm. So it took place in 1980 and it was contemporary. Yeah. So you did have So it had spaceships it. in 1980 on the show? Or are they just too cheap to like do future stuff? What, okay. what do you think? Uh, what do you think the show was about? Galactica was it based on Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, it's a spinoff of Battlestar Galactica, which takes place in space and is like the That's future correct. with Cylons no, 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 and no. Dagbots. No, no, and... no, 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 no. Battlestar Galactica is contemporary to us. Yeah, according to this show, in co- according to 
the modern version of Battlestar Galactica, the one that's shot here in Vancouver, yeah. uh, it's in the past. Okay. And we find that out a little later on. Sorry, a little some spoilers for Battlestar Galactica there. Uh, but yeah, Galact- Battlestar Galactica takes place. Uh, they're looking for Earth. Yeah. And they find Earth. Yeah. We're Earth. So yeah, they land their uh, spaceships and everything here, and it's 1980. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep. I, I it was saw, very exciting to me as I a kid. I never saw the show. So. There was some okay, okay stuff to it. I'm sure. Yeah, I get it confused all the time with Buck Rogers because it seemed to be the same kind of world. Beep, you know, beep, beep. except for Buck Rogers, I believe had something that really freaked me out, which was the sand squid. Okay. Yeah, which was you walking through the desert, and then you step on a yeah. sand squid, and okay. the legs wrap around you and pull you under the sand. Oh, wow. Ugh, disturbing, and they eat you. Awful. Yeah. Little, like little sarlacc pits. Terrible. <laughs> As a kid, no, thank you. Don't like that. But yeah, Galactica nineteen nineteen eighty. You got a lot to watch. Let's get, <laughs> I got a lot to catch up let's on. Get, let's let's get you on Tubi. Uh, <laughs> I'm having trouble keeping up on what's happening now. I did watch two episodes of Murder in the Building this week. Okay, but that's it. That's I only watched an hour of television this week. That was my extent of. There was viewing. someone who was complaining online about uh, mid-level or mid marketing. Mid, what's that? Mid-level marketing? No. Okay. No. Uh, they were complaining about uh, mid-budget uh, um, comedies. And how there's no room for them in on uh, movie screens anymore. I guess that's true. And and one of the examples was you'll never get uh, a planes, trains, and automobiles, you know, uh, nowadays. And it made me think. But I am getting three seasons of a TV show starring uh, Martin Short yeah. and Steve Martin. <laughs> which, if you pitched that to me back in the day of yeah. planes, trains, and automobiles, I mean, yeah, that sounds like my favorite show. I want to watch that mm-hmm. show. And then they go, it's co-starring Meryl Streep. I'm like, what? <laughs> One season. What? Yeah. yeah. And Paul Rudd. What? Uh, that'll make sense to you later. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. But I, I mean, you like TV more than <laughs> I do. You like TV more than I do. So You know, a lot of people like TV. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like. If, you like TV? If you're going to... Uh, I like TV. You like music? Yeah. If there you're going you to go. wax elegiac about the disappearing movie, I'm going to nod my head in agreement. All right. You know, and I'm not going to say, but we you, do have TV shows because I... Would I you rather see like a Murders in the Building, only Murders in the Building as a as a movie in a theater than as a television show? Because it could. You could, yeah, do, you could that. do it. It's called Manhattan Murder Mystery. Yeah, it was Manhattan. It was basically that, yeah. <laughs> but, and yeah, I prefer manhattan murder mystery to only murders in the building okay because i prefer like a two-hour experience or one an hour and a half experience of everything compressed into and all the kind of extra bits you know that you have to kind of fill a bit of time with you need to add a bit of bit of this and that to the story everyone has to have a story and um but it's not that i don't like murders in the building i do i like i think it's very good but i would agree with that person if it's true that it would be it's sad the idea that the the twenty million dollar is that if that's is that mid level comedy twenty million dollar uh, comedy I would go up to like fifty million but yeah fifty million I would say so that yeah. seems like a lot of money for a comedy is it how much does it cost to make a comedy well what year is it I mean $50 well now dollars yeah well, I guess you got to have like an actor in it right that we know mm, someone mm. so you're paying and they're getting like ten million yeah yeah you got to get John Cena <laughs> and then you got to get uh, great the rest <laughs> John Cena yeah he's kind of your go to muscly. Oh. Guy can del- deliver. So weird looking. But you liked uh, cock blockers. I did. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. But he's not the only person in cock blockers. 
I don't know if he could carry a movie, but he's good in the movie, you know. But they're all good in the movie. Ike, or Baron Holtz is good in it, and uh, the lady who is the wife of Judd uh, Je- Apatow. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. who I mean? Yes, of course I know. Leslie... Leslie Moore. Leslie Woods, one of that. Leslie Lessington. Yeah. Leslie... <laughs> She's very good in it, too. Leslie... And all the kids who act in it are very good. Everyone's good. Yeah, good, act, good... good actors all around. I did, you didn't see it, though. No, but <laughs> I, I will sometime. I'll even see the sequel. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. someday there'll yeah. be a sequel. Wait, then maybe they'll do a TV series of it. Yeah, why not? It's like eight, ten episodes of parents stopping, stopping their kids from having sex. I watched, uh, I watched uh, some of the uh, new uh, Good Omens... Uh, with um, oh yeah, Michael Sheen is that his name? Michael Sheen and yeah. uh, Tennant, David Tennant, David Tennant, uh, and you know, and and John Hamm, and and fine and good, but I skipped over the second to last episode because uh, <laughs> I was just like, eh, let's just get to it. Okay, let's just get to it. We're gonna wrap it. I know this will mm. all be set up. I know how TV works. Uh, it's all gonna be set up for this. So let me just get to it. It's fine. I'll yeah. get it. I'll catch up. I'll be all right. It's okay. It's fine. And it was a it was a weird thing for my wife because she was like, "Oh, I don't think we've seen the other one," and I didn't think she really cared for the show either. And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm just going to watch this one." Oh, so you've seen the other one? Nah, but I don't care. <laughs> I just want to see them wrap it up. Let's do it. That's amazing. It. That's funny. Show me the first episode. Show me the last episode. Got it. All right, that's all fine. I watched a little bit of the first season and I didn't like it, so I I didn't watch anymore. No, but... it's of the era that it is, and. This one was a little looser, and they got to do a little more, and so that was fine. But again, it just just get to it, just get to it, and then you should have a little little bit of heart in the end. All right, that's fine. We're good. We're good. We're yeah. good. It's all fine. Uh, I, I, sorry, go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you something after. No, I was just gonna say I, I bought the book at a bookstore, and the uh, the clerk who sold it to me, she was very excited that I was buying it. Mm. Told me it was her favorite book. Yeah, if you read it at the right time in your life, it'll I think be that's it because. And maybe it's me. It's not her. It's me. Um, but I don't. I think I don't really like jokey books that much. Mm-hmm. Like it's too jokey for me. Like it's a little Hitchhiker's Guidey. I like, like Hitchhiker's but, Guide though. I think but, that's very good. But okay. But it's it's too jokey. Like Hitchhiker's Guide has a story it's telling you, and it tells you in a very in a pretty you know straight ahead, straight forward manner, and it has jokes that are thrown in. But it feels like Good Omens is like too jokey. Like you're just it's too much joking around and too many. Jokey asides, and after a while, I just got really tired of it. The only thing I would, I would uh, have a hard time. <clears throat> like, uh, I want to agree with you, and sure. yet I'm trying to think. Like, if I picked up a copy of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, yeah, I looked at any page, I'd probably be able to find four major jokes on every sure. page. Sure. So when you're saying it's, it's yeah, not it's jokier as than that. Jokey. Yeah, it's jokier than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, the jokes feel like they're not. Like Hitchhiker's, I don't know the way Douglas Adams writes it. It it kind of it just works better for me as as right. as a as a. The first Neil Gaiman book I ever had was I think called Don't Panic, which was a book about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Sure, uh, that he was that he was writing about, mm. and so it feels like definitely Neil Gaiman wears his <laughs> Douglas Adams and Alan Moore influences yeah. uh, on both sleeves completely. Yeah as full tattoos <laughs> um, but it's that same kind of we're going to talk about something apocalyptic and mm. you know cosmic and grand but you know we're going to ground it in the pettiness yeah, of yeah. Uh, you know normal human things and you know what everyone's really an idiot and doesn't know what they're doing it's like okay yeah both and and so now 
watching it as a TV show, it's like, this is from a while back. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But a lot of other stuff has covered this. Yeah. And this tone has come and went. Yeah. And that's all fine and good. And I like the actors and uh, they're trying their best and it's fine. Mm. But it's like, man, the time has come. And the time is gone, and maybe the time will come again. But it doesn't feel like there's a lot new that's being presented. Yeah, that's funny. I just, did, yeah, I just didn't this do it. Ground has been well covered, and so people have often recommended Discworld to me, the the Terry Pratchett uh, sure. series, and I've just never been in that interested in trying to read it because one, it's very big. It's like a lot of books, and you have to uh, finish it if you read it because that's how you uh, roll. Yeah, and yeah. So I'm really going to. Whereas be... I can go mm, three chapters in i'm good <laughs> yeah i don't i mean it's pretty rare for me to not finish a book like even if i don't like a book i'll usually like slog through it but yeah i just couldn't uh, get into that that book and i just put it aside and maybe one day i'll pick it up and try again but not right now i tried uh i didn't try i, I did i wa- i watched it uh let me get the name correct okay uh adrian uh Tomine, is that his oh, okay name? sure uh, uh the comic book uh <laughs> writer and uh, artist that has a movie out mm. that uh oh man it's the fella randall something the guy who's a, a fresh off the boat series okay um a really good uh, good actor also in a lot of marvel stuff he was in wandavision and whatnot he directs it uh but uh adrian wrote wrote it and it's based on his book of the same name yeah that um I went to see I went to see it without having read I think the book or if I read the book I read it a long long time ago and yeah watched it and was just uh, no the time has passed mm. for for this this is all fine but it was that kind of Kevin Smithy you know uh, sitting in in cafes going you're the worst of relationships you know this kind of <laughs> stuff with like a lot of you know very witty uh, things being said. Mm. But, you know, uh, as again with a lot of, you know, kind of Chasing Amy style, uh, Kevin Smithy stuff, you were like, all of the other characters are so much more interesting than the main character. Mm. Yet all of the other characters seem to find the main character fascinating or have strong opinions about them. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, was, it was too bad. It was like, if this had come out when, this, when the book came out, which was, I think, the mid-2000s, Mm. This is all fine. This is all fine and good. And then I, I got the book and read it and was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what the problem was. Okay, this was just from <laughs> this era. This is this is again. This is the story that you write when you're at the this stage in your career. Yeah, you know, it's semi autobiographical. It's you know, it's 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 hitting some interesting deep dive cultural things that are true that aren't being represented in other places. That part's good. But the uh, character who gives a shit about this jerk, uh, we're supposed to, I guess, relate to them, I suppose, or whatever. But everyone else is so much more interesting, and we should be following them. And they're all sons of bitches too. Everyone's a everyone's a sack of crap in, yeah. in this. And if you if you look at the movie and and come out of the movie uh, and think about it for like a couple of beats, you're like, ah, everyone's uh, awful. Okay. Even though they're presented because of the times they are in the movie as, oh, we should be rooting for this person now. And yeah. now we should be rooting for this person. Oh, well, we should feel this way about this. But at the end, you're like, oh, they were all uh, garbage human beings. <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah, that's hard to get behind. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I would say, hey, it's on TV, watch it. And, you know, uh, read the book in context. But one of the things that was, uh, I didn't realize till I read the book 
was uh, one of the elements is um, a insecurity that uh, the character has about uh, their penis mm. uh, because of the race that they are. And so I was like, all right. And uh, so that like features a little bit in the story. And I guess it's one of those things where like, shocking, shocking discussion. <laughs> uh, and now you're like, hmm, all right. Uh, but the the movie and the book are called Sh- Shortcomings, oh. and that's what that is, yeah. right? It's a really oh, that's what the mo- that's pun, the title. A pun on the. But they pulled that completely from the movie, ah. so the title of the movie is there with no making no sense, sure at all. Yeah, it's a joke title uh, that's a dick joke that um, is just still hanging around long after uh, sure. the dick joke has walked away, <laughs> like two, 20 years ago. <laughs> So, the, but the character has like no like actual shortcomings like that as a person. Besides, not I'm talking about sure, this. sure. There's other shortcomings people yeah. people have in this. Everyone's yeah. got like some major shortcomings. So maybe the name still is okay, just not as not. It's quite not as, a joke then. I shouldn't say a joke. The title is okay, just mm-hmm. not not doesn't have the resonance of being a penis joke. It really doesn't make sense as an as just its own title that you're like. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. But I mean, oh, I mean, I guess you're gonna connect. like you can call the movie flawed, like yeah. But the book's called Shortcomings, so you still yes. have to kind of you still want to kind of. But when you've taken away the the reason for the title, yeah, in in the in the in the book, yeah, uh, maybe you can maybe you change the name of. The, I know I know it wouldn't help sell the book, yeah, or but. the movie. Not that I think that people are going to be like, oh my god, an Adrian Tomine <laughs> the adaptation of his his book. I gotta get I gotta get there right now. Though I did just read. Uh, the loneliness of the long distance cartoonist, one of his most recent yes. things. And that was great, mm. really, really good. Like it's just read yeah, it, this is read way it in more twenty ma- years and think what you see what you think of it. What, uh, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Which which makes me think of a different thing. Yeah, because uh, when I was thinking about that, I I, I was just listening to uh, Mark Maron's uh, WTF podcast with Jim Gaffigan. Okay, and they started talking about uh, Jerry Seinfeld, and uh, Mark Maron's kind of against Jerry Seinfeld. He's, he's like, against him. Doesn't like him. He's no. an anti Seinfeld. Well, because yeah, because he's like uh, Seinfeld. He says he's the opposite of him. He's so dismissive of like you know uh, doing comedy about about anything. He's just about the joke, and comedy should just be about jokes. And I don't know if the break, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know if it's it's, it's it it's seems a, like a pretty broad way to describe yeah, someone. But you know, yeah. I could see how their styles are so sure, different. Sure, and uh, and uh, Gaffigan was uh, going, no, no, he's really he's really good. Yeah, and it's like, uh, and he's really changed. And Mark Maron didn't think he'd he'd really change. Like, oh yeah, if you look at him from the '90s to now. It's a lot more autobiographical stuff. He's he's really yeah. changed. And then Jim Gaffigan uh, was saying how the way one of the ways he judges a comic is you know uh, how they survive a decade. Okay. Because there's all these comics that come out and are and burn real hot, real course, fast, sure. and are the comic of the time. Yeah. And then whoosh, it's gone away, and they don't move along with you know what's going on. And how he described it, which really hit me, was like. As a comic, you you don't have to just uh, your your job isn't to just listen to your audience. It's also uh, to listen to the culture. Yeah, and you got to move along with both of those, and that's something that he does. And I was like, oh yeah, that is uh, that's an interesting way of looking at sure. it. Sure. Yeah. And you're going to be constantly rewarded with going back to the same old well with your core audience. They're happy to hear that because they've come to you as well Hot for comfort. Pockets. Yeah. Uh, but you got to move on. Yeah. 
you know, and and you can think of like all these comics that are like they're the biggest comic of the day, mm-hmm. and they have this many MySpace followers, <laughs> and then like <laughs> well, where are they now? Yeah, where are they now? And I'm sure they're playing. Who's that guy you're talking they're about? They're playing concentrated <laughs> yeah. uh, versions of their fan base in mm-hmm. in smaller venues. Yeah. And maybe for more money, and you know that could be. But yeah, they haven't moved along with the times at all. And I think they're also like dating very young women, which was also like, hmm, ugh. <laughs> in that one, in that one case. But uh, yeah, for Seinf- modern or for Seinfeld, you mean? Uh, for uh, oh, Once Upon a Time for Seinfeld. Yes. But for uh, for modern, oh, okay. for Dane Cook is who we're talking about. Oh, Dane yeah. Cook. Yes, I couldn't yeah. think of his name, but when you said MySpace comedian, I was like, oh yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. I knew who you meant. Good luck, Chuck, or bad luck, Chuck, or whatever his name was. Um, or his movie, not his name. Uh, uh, or a Bill Maher. That also works. Mm. It's like someone who constantly complains about, I haven't changed. You know, uh, everything's changed. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that's a problem. Then you're not progressive. <laughs> because that's moving yeah. forward. You know, if you if you are reserved and, and don't change, you're conservative. Even yeah. if the initial thing you started off was progressive back in the day. Sure. Then you. This is just the way the dictionary works. But it takes someone pretty special who can move forward with the time. And what's helped yeah. Seinfeld move forward with the times, and Jim Gaffigan move forward, is that they have children, mm-hmm. and children change your perspective on youth. You know, and and what you young people are doing is more interesting to you because you're viewing it through the prism of your kids' experiences. Right. And for someone, I think for someone like Mark Maron, maybe is harder for him to move forward. And I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying he would have a harder time with it because he is disconnected from from young people. And so he's not... But maybe the people he works with for his podcast and stuff like that have that... Give him that opportunity to, to see things through through younger people's perspective. So it gives him... Well, he does talk... Yeah, he talks on his podcast with a wide variety of people. Mm. So that probably does that. But I could see how you'd be dismissive of a Jerry Seinfeld just seeing the surface level to mm-hmm. things. But... You know, in the meantime, you know, you got him in the early 90s and he's like the uh, comedian doing the observational stuff a la Jay Leno or what have you. Sure, sure. And then he creates like one of the most popular sitcoms, you know, ever. And like, well, I guess that's it. And then he tries to make an animated film. It's sort of, if it's not, it's okay. It's done. Yeah. But he, but he works on that. Tries doing a game show that doesn't quite work. Uh, and then you beca- becomes basically a podcaster in a car, and then that works. Yeah, it's like yeah, he's moving forward. He's trying uh, mm-hmm. trying new things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would be dismissive of him because I feel like he's very narrow in what he is interested in. He seems to be very narrow in what he's interested in. Mm. You know, basically, if you're not a stand-up comic, he doesn't care for what you do. Yeah, and so that seems a very closed-in sort of world that he lives in. That's probably not that interesting to visit. But he seems to be doing fine. So. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I do like comedians in cars drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone, if the person's good on it, it, it's very good. He's not good enough to make someone else good, mm-hmm. but someone else who's good is good and will make that show good, make it interesting. But I don't think if someone's, I don't think he also cares to, you know, make someone else necessarily good. He'll yeah, let it play out. As, yeah, I mean, it's very heavily edited, obviously. Sure, it is, but he doesn't get in the way of someone who's funny. It doesn't feel like he yeah. wants to stop someone from being funny. But he's also, yeah, he's not really... He doesn't good. try to top them, too. He doesn't, nice. Yeah, that's nice. But he also... And he enjoys their jokes, which I always appreciate. Mm-hmm. A, com- a comedian who can laugh at other people's jokes is very rare at that level, I think. Because there's a lot of, you know, and joke envy and all the rest of it, you know. That feeling of, oh, you got me. I have to get you somehow. But when I do it, it's going to seem more mean-spirited because I'm angry now, you know. And you're just kind of like, oh, brother. Stop it. Stop it, everyone. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, he doesn't seem to have that in, in that. Uh, he is a, a good host. But I just feel like if a person's boring, then it's going to be a boring show. And that's all you can do about it. Just wait till it's over. Enjoy the car. Enjoy the car, people. Um, yeah, the uh, the I've seen some clips, uh, or uh, I've seen some segments of that on YouTube, and they cut the car bit out for the most part. Of okay, like, and I'm I'm wondering if there's a reason for that or not. And they just get to the uh, comedian. Mm. Yeah, I don't but know. is it him doing? Is it like comedians yeah. and cars have their own YouTube channel? And uh, I don't know, I don't know. But I'm just uh, wondering if it's like a. It's fan. almost always like the car bit off the top is like this is the 1947 Bubba de Boo, smooth and uh, <laughs> like a hot dog yeah. in the ocean. This was <laughs> invented for mums and dads of this time period. Yeah, uh, yeah, you I enjoyed can that. Find part of a seatbelt on it, mm-hmm. your gas is free. As someone who has, you know, unlike Jerry Seinfeld, I have a wide range of interests. The, I also I do enjoy cars. Like I like I think cars are interesting, and so I do that. I do enjoy enjoy that part of it. But maybe this is like a fan edit of, of the show. So this maybe. person is not into. They just want a, the comedian. They want the meat of the show. Get mm-hmm. let's get past the fake phone call that the person surprised Jerry. You you c- c- called. What, what? Why are you in town? I was surprised listening to that Neil. I immediately went home and listened to that Neil Brennan. Actually, I think I listened to him. I would drive home. The Neil Brennan interview with David Letterman. Oh, okay. Which I thought was a very good interview. Mm-hmm. But I love David Letterman's concern for that Burt Kreischer, the, <laughs> yeah. the stand-up comic. <laughs> yeah. And then to learn that he made $25 million last year yep. touring. And that's not even like a high-level guy. Nope. You know? And it's so funny. I mean, can you tell Eve that? I, I've spent all weekend with Eve, and I forgot to tell her. Because we drove up to the lake. We were, drove, right, I picked right, her up right. on Friday, and we drove up to the lake together. And the whole time I was thinking about telling her this, and then I totally forgot because we got talking about other things in the car. Mostly gossip, gossip about other people. No, just joking. but <laughs> I just yeah, I just find it fascinating that 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 kind of money. This is oh, crazy, sure, sure. Yeah, crazy yeah. money. Uh, and but I just also love that how happy David Letterman was to hear that he's doing well. You know, like just oh, good for Bert. Yeah, you can have an interesting idea or persona or yeah. something different, and uh, people are accepting of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Uh, listen to uh the Burt interview at all i did not oh it's great you get to hear him like uh, react talking about like listening to the, the okay i'll have things. to i didn't actually and the, see and the, that and the he thing that he uh hadn't heard was the lead up to it mm. uh so you know what let he's led he of course heard the answering machine message yeah. letterman phoned him and left an answering machine message yeah uh but he well, hadn't well heard brendan it. called and then David Letterman left the message yeah, for him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he hadn't heard the setup to it and mm. all of Letterman's concerns, and that Letterman knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, he's just yeah. thrilled, thrilled <laughs> by it. So well, that's fantastic. One, that's wonderful. The one thing that's weird about watching comedians in cars now is just like how many people are gone. Like, how many people are like you know a Bob Einstein or like a oh, Carl passed, Reiner passed or Gary Shandling, and it's just like oh boy, yeah, comedians uh, Don Rickles. Comedians don't uh, last forever, so there's like a little something of like get them all, get them into a car, get them talking, get them talking, get them, you know, while we while we still got them. Sure, but I mean, for for someone of uh, for someone of Seinfeld's generation, I mean, the people that he admires are are dying. <laughs> they are of a yeah. generation that's passing passing on, passing away. So he seems to be less interested in the new comics. Mm. You know, like you know, he has had a few on, but. The ones that he has, like on. A, yeah, he'll have like a John Mulaney or something. I don't John Mulaney. consider him like a new comic or not. But he's new, but he's not brand new. You know, like Sebastian Blah Blah Blah, Manuscript, yeah. he's newish, but he's not brand new. 
you know, obviously, I guess you, if you reach a certain level, then you have to, then you're you're kind of in, you know. Oh man, sorry, I'm just looking. It's like there's been 11 seasons of the show of Communities and Cars. Yeah. What's the, who are the, who's in the new season? Like the most recent season. Uh, most recent season was uh, 1919. Oh, okay, so I guess so killed by COVID. That's uh, Eddie Murphy, Seth Rogen, Ricky Gervais, Matthew Broderick, Jamie Foxx, Sebastian uh, Maniscalco, yeah, uh, Martin Short, uh, Mario Joyner, Melissa Villasenor, Bridget Everett, and uh, Barry Martyr. Oh, I've watched a bit of that season, but I didn't watch everyone. That's yeah. strange. I think I did see Martin Short. Well, get to Netflix. You should watch more TV. Uh, a little less music, a little more, uh, a little more television. Less movies, less music. It's the golden age of television. You should be checking mm, it out. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that was the golden age of, of uh, or video, like computer, watching on your computer, the original comedians and cars. Watching uh, Crackle. Yes, on Crackle. See the same commercial over and over again. Yeah, it was great. So, and then all of a sudden, Ghostbusters would come up afterwards. Like, why is Ghostbusters always on air? It was funny... I was re- I was showing Lisa the um the that guy Louis C.K. one sure. where he's talking about taking his, his daughters on the boat and they animate and they animate it and they never did that again. Oh no, they did. A couple oh, of did times. It? okay. Yeah, I, it was a little bit. I don't that. remember that happening again because because yeah. it's not in any of the later seasons. It must have been only in that one season that they did that. Then maybe I don't remember. There's seeing. a John Stewart one uh, where he's talking about being kind of a nerdy kid and they animate. Oh, that. okay. And. Uh, Something happens like a uh, like the a cat takes a whiz in the back of his car on prom night, and so it just stinks of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, he's carrying like lime or something in the back of his car, and like the cat scratches it open and then takes a whiz, <laughs> and so it's a smell of both lime and cat urine. No, and that secretes a poisonous gas. Yeah. So boy, that's terrible. Oh, uh, yes. No, that's so. Uh, it's very good. I just don't remember. I, I don't remember. It. I mean, I remember the Louis C.K. one because it's such a great story. So it kind of sticks in your mind, and that makes you want to show your wife because you know she hasn't seen it. I love the with the, speaking of Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, uh, I was watching the, the one with the, those two because mm. they get along, uh, and then just eating pastrami, just pastrami sandwiches, and just like this is so good. Yeah, oh, this is really good. It's so good, just like so good. And I just really enjoy. Couple it. of New Yorkers. Yeah, Gaffigan's got a thing called uh, Dinner with the Gaffigans. Okay, that's on YouTube. That's just a real-time dinner with him and his family at their place. Oh. And it's just the conversations that they have. Oh. And they're all just sitting around a table. I think it was done during COVID times. Okay. But yeah, just yapping with uh, all of his kids. Because oh, he's Catholic, so there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of kids. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he seems like a good dad. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Glad to hear that. And pretty good actor, too. Mm-hmm. He's good in, in things that he's in. He's good. He's not in a lot of stuff, though, but he is good. So we're saying cast uh, Jim Gaffigan in more. And his new special is, uh, which is Dark Pale, which is a, a, a darker subject matter than, than okay. normal. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's worth a... It's, it's full, worth of, a, full of swear Worth words. a look. Uh, oh, I'm blanking on her name. It's Kate something. But uh, there's a comedian that was on... We're just talking about other podcasts now. Uh, <laughs> Mike Birbiglia is working it out. Okay. And uh, she's got a, a special on Disney Plus called Cinnamon in the Wind. I see. And it's very good. It's directed by Bo Burnham, and it's a very good uh, stand-up special that I would recommend if you've got access to Disney Plus. Give it a watch. It's not what you expect. and it's But, it's, but it is really, really good. So check it out. That's my recommendation okay. for something to watch on Disney Plus this week. Okay. Also, uh, Solar Opposites got really good because uh, the, the lead guy, who is the voice of uh, Rick and Morty, 
had some troubles uh, and is now Justin Roiland. There you go. Uh, he's gone. Oh, really? And they replaced him with Dan Stevens from Legion. Okay. And uh, Beauty and the Beast and yep. many other things. Uh, and uh, yeah, it just tightened up. Everything's just tightened. tightened. Oh, really? It's just, just like, oh, yeah, it's really bopping along now. It's a good season so far. It's been like four episodes, I think. But huh. oh, nice. So All is right. he a freaking Morty as well? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. We'd have to see when more Rick and Morty's show up. Okay. But probably. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Huh. This has been Dave's Haunt of the Week. Yeah. I don't really know too much about it. So. No, that's what I figured. Yeah. I'm not in the know. But the point of podcasts is to have strong opinions about something we're not informed of. I'm never, well, then I think it's outrageous that Rick and Morty is on hiatus. Oh, okay. Yeah. It could be making money for... Uh, Someone. Yeah. yeah. Come on. What, what's stopping? What are you, writer's, money writer's away? strike? Writer's <laughs> strike, you say? Okay, fair enough. It, well, that's the thing. I don't want writers making money from it. Oh. I only want producers and and. Uh, like big yeah, writers are going to spend all their money on candy, whereas like Screw producers them. will spend it on fine champagne. Yes, that's what I, I sell. I have a champagne store, as you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dave's discount champagne. <laughs> it's called uh, Champers at the Bit, but uh, yeah, it's it's doing pretty good. But I'd be doing better if more writers would give up their money and give it to CEOs of of large streaming corporations. Right. Whereas I run Ian's Candy Shack, Discount Candy Shack, (laughs) and uh, I sell candy bars that people couldn't finish. (laughs) Oh, that's... Yeah. I got a lot of Kit Kats that are like like two fingers remaining. Uh, Caramel bars. Can I give you a name name for the store? Sure. Eat Even More. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. I like it. If you can think of another one, I don't know. Nope. Nope. There's no other ones. (laughs) There's a possibility. Yeah. My uh, my licorice uh, store okay. is next door. Yeah, it's called. It takes all sorts. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I like that and one. And it's discount all sorts. Yeah, yeah. It's ones that aren't quite red and yeah. aren't quite black. Yeah, they're kind of they're a disturbing like sure like it, the sign on the door says best not to look. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just put it in the bag. Just reach in and just pop <laughs> them in your mouth. Best not to look. Best not to look. And that's not just eating. It them. takes all sorts. That means the next morning when sure. you're having your bathroom uh, trip. Yeah. Best not to look. Yeah. Just like turn the lights off when you're in the bathroom, and then when you're done, turn them back on. And yeah. after the flushing is a great. I had to shut down my my liquor store. Oh, what was yours called? Well, it was an Italian liquor store. Oh, uh, wait a second, Dave. You say you had an Italian liquor store? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. uh, I'd like to see this liquor store. What What's your Italian liquor store called? It's called Licorice Pleasa, but we had to close it down because. Uh, well, it opened in the 2000s. It seemed fine, but mm-hmm. uh, now it's not so not so good. Times they are changing. You got to <laughs> so you, you got to change the eye, times. One eye on the audience and one, one eye. eye on the culture. <laughs> well, I thought one eye on the uh, cash register. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, don't scandal. Don't scandal. <laughs> yeah, don't scandal if you can. <laughs> if you can help it. Yeah. Because what what are you getting out of that? My problem was with my licorice store. Yeah. Uh, I used to sell the licorice whips. But okay. I would go out and I would just whip people to get their attention. <laughs> yes. And I just kept taking out eyes. Yeah. Which was great for the optometrist sure. across the street. Sure. We had a little deal going. Oh, nice. Gave me a little under the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free uh, contact lens solution. Got it. Um, and so, yeah, just like, hey, want some licorice? And yeah. And like pop the eye out. Oh, boy. People didn't want licorice after they had their eye popped out. <laughs> Makes and they'd go like, hey, you got Twizzlers? And I'd go, yeah. just red vines. But, you know, and they'd they're gonna go, be, fuck you. They're going to be sitting in an emergency for quite a while. 
Mm-hmm. I think it'd be the perfect opportunity to eat some licorice. Yeah, I mean, I do like selling my uh, wares at emergencies. Yeah, yeah. Things just walking around. Popcorn! <laughs> Get your fresh popcorn, yeah. That's right. I sell programs there. <laughs> Can't tell a nurse from a doctor without a program. <laughs> Find out who's got their finger up, yeah? Programs! <laughs> do you want your souvenir program, sir? <laughs> Comes free with your health scan. That's there right. you go, sir. <laughs> That's right. Down in the States, it's sell a house, sell a car, afford your health care. You need a program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so. that's uh, that's starting this week. Win a house, P- win a car. Yeah, peony. Yeah. yeah. Started. Do you still uh, do the uh, the lottery thing there, or do you, uh, do you not? Is it too much now? Well, you know, I don't believe that it's real. Okay. The uh, car thing. Because, as I pointed out many times, none of us, not a single person. Right. You don't all, believe cars are real. I don't, I don't believe cars are real. Okay. <laughs> Cars aren't real. You know, you've seen me protesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have my billboard out, or not billboard. You're standing in the middle of a highway sign, going, cars aren't, aren't real. Cars aren't real. <laughs> Quit faking. Quit faking it. Uh, so, well, that's the thing Harry Ford said. You got to fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. He never made it. Cars aren't real. Uh, I We do do the uh, win a house, win a car. But Lisa and I have both have a, come to the agreement that there are no cars given away. So would okay. Prizes are not prize cars are not given away. There if is a you, prize home given away. If you win the house, would but, you take the house or would you take the cash? Do I take the cash? I don't want to live in the. It's. I mean, okay. Let me just say it depends where it is. Let me say it depends where it is. Oh, okay. Where would you live? Well, if it was like in because they were selling them in Mel and whatever it's called Melamata or whatever mm-hmm. near across the, across the the lake from Summerland and Peachland and all the rest of those lands in the Okanagan. Now that is appealing to live at Merrimatta. To live in Merrimatta, wine country, in a lovely house okay. near the lake. You have to get a boat so you can go in the lake and all that kind of stuff. That that's great. I I would go for that. So you know where it is this year? I don't know. I don't know. Langley. Yeah, that's the problem. Like I live in Langley. What the fuck do I want to live in Langley for? Well, you know, it's not a hard. It's not move. even like a nice area of Langley. Not a, not it's just some. Move. It's just some like crammed house, crammed house together area. You're gonna get a three level home. It's okay. gonna have uh, four bedrooms. Uh, yeah. Four and a half bathrooms. Well, what are you going to do with that? Well, you're going to shit in one, piss in another, throw up in the third, and the and the and other of, one is just dealer's choice. You piece so the neighbors can see you. Yeah, it's only half built. It's got a rec room, a den yeah. slash listening lounge. Oh, I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, I don't know. It's a place you can eavesdrop on your help. Okay. Yeah. And a legal one bedroom basement suite. Ugh. Huh. Dude, nice. That's nice. really great. You win a nice house. Nice and legal. You win, you win a house. And, get a creep and then you got to have some creep living downstairs. Yeah, why is it a creep? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I started this, but uh, <laughs> yeah. It's valued at over $2.3 million. $2.3 million. So how much would you get as a payload, I wonder? Yeah, not going to get $2.3 million, that's for sure. Yeah. But, There's um, a bunch of cars that yeah, you bullshit. don't believe. Uh, hot tubs. Garbage. Uh, they no got one five $10,000 cash prizes. Tell me, tell me though, the... There's two of us here. We know a lot of people who also know a lot of people. Do you know anyone who's won a car? No, and I know people have won uh, Oscars. <laughs> I know people who won seen, Emmys and Oscars. There's other prize homes in, in Langley, but the old prize homes were in on acreage. Mm. These are not on acreage. These are like in uh, crammed together. Them. You get a lawn with that place the size of a postcard. Right. But does it give a, does it give an address for it? Uh, I don't think they. Yeah, they can. Do they? It's a prize home. You can go drive by and look okay, at it. I'm going to go learn more. Wait, no, isn't it here? Isn't that the situation? No, they don't do it there anymore. You just—it's wow, so stupid. Like, yeah, okay. in the old days, you could go walk around the house, 
you know, choose which room, bedroom the girls are going to have and all the rest of the fun things and look at the furniture in it. Check out the kitchen and its wine cooler and all that things I'll never use. But but now you just get, they just have like a warehouse. Mm-hmm. They put up some fake walls, put some furniture around it, and then you're supposed to be like, ooh, we're walking through the dream home. Yeah, I don't see an address here. Sorry about that. This Langley home could be yours, yeah. dot, dot, dot. It's fine. No, I, it was always nice here, walking through the uh, the house. Yeah, I loved People it. People like, oh, I'd put this there. I put it this there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. And the girls would always choose their room. Oh. You know, oops, I keep hitting this microstand. I can get rid of the mic stand. Just leave the microphone on the floor. Uh, yeah, it was just a, it was a great fun. You know, got in line with people, and then you go and walk around, and you'd and it was great. Now, not so great. So you're saying the past isn't as good <laughs> as now. The, the way I'd say the past is better than now. Okay. I'm saying you your past to, is uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. See, they got like a, a Monet exhibit at uh, the PNE this year. Is it not like those big, like they ever just project stuff on a wall? Is yeah. it? Yeah. Monet, 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 <laughs> and it's it's people are like dressed as werewolves and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they jump up and go Monet, and the, wow. they they throw a Monet at you. We know the PNE's going to learn a valuable lesson this year. More Monet, more problems. Ah, oh, lovely, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> oh, what do we got here? Yeah. I, I'm just looking at it now. I think. Okay. And the bands that are playing are like meh. Like who are these people? Is my okay <laughs> my reaction to the to the bands that are playing? You don't like Boys to Men. You don't like TLC. You don't like uh, Billy Talent. You don't like Boney M. You don't like Billy Idol. You don't like uh, Pink uh, Martini. You don't like Aqua. Doug and the Slugs. Well, I see one problem with that right off the top. <laughs> well, this is all of them. Like, do you think any of those bands are like have a, even one no, original I just know member? Doug died years ago. Yeah. So do the people in Boney M. They're from the seventies. Yeah, but you know, I mean, they were thirty-year-olds. Now in I'm the thinking 70s. of like skeletons, and like Boney M works. As well, this work pretty well. Like, yeah, if they just have a them, band that's, uh, a marionettes, uh, that'd be pretty good. Blue Rodeo. Ra ra Rasputin. Yeah, it's leader of the Russian scheme or dream. I don't know. Sorry. I, I, I thought it was seen. They do have Rola there, uh, which is uh, roller skating. Roller skating, yeah. Uh, Happy Land. Uh, festival. Uh, it's a pride celebration. The oh, PNE used to be called Happy, or Playland used to be called Happy Land back in the day. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to see what else uh, if they got the Monet thing here. But they do have. Oh yeah, the uh, Super Dogs. Okay, is going to be back. Good. Uh, do you know the theme this year? Uh John Wick. Barcade. Bar- so it's uh, they celebrate video games. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know, it's a very loose. It's a very loose theme. It's loose so theme. fucking loose. You may as well not even have a theme, really. It's very fucking loose. <laughs> yeah. There'll be no dogs dressed as Pac-Man, is what I'm saying. Oh, you don't think so? I don't think so. Oh, I think when the dog comes out, everyone's going to have to go waka, 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 waka. <laughs> I'm betting. Why, are I'm, you Fuzzy Bear? Here's Yeah. Mm. You know what I would do if yeah. I was, as that, is like, uh, make it a little maze. Ah. So, like, you dress up uh, some of the dogs as ghosts. <laughs> And you dress uh, one as Pac-Man. Sure. Yeah. And Pac-Man's got to get through the maze. This is before more work than they'll oh, ever do. Oh, it's going to fuck up. But that's the adorable <laughs> bit. Well, that's like, it always screws no, up. No, no, I mean, it's more work than they will ever do. Because all they do is just bring out those little tubes that the dogs run through. Oh, it's but so they've cool. had those same same tubes since we started going. Those tubes have seen a lot. When Superdog started yeah. with the previous MC. Those used to be the tubes that uh, people would do cocaine with in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back in the oldie days, sure, sure. it was it was yeah. intense back then. Well, this is from a time when when hamsters were a lot bigger, right? And like yeah. to do a lot of cooking. Now they have toy hamsters. In those days, they were full size hamsters. Mm-hmm. People don't know. People don't. They don't know. Yeah, they're just. A they little don't know the bit, past was better. A little bit smaller than capybara. Past was better, and uh, you knew where people were from by the clothing that they wore. <laughs> okay. 
It's a small world after all. Oh, okay. I got you. I was like, I know that's a reference to something. <laughs> I don't know much past that point. I'm going to work my way to the letters unless you've got other topics to, uh, no, that you're, uh, uh, that you're dying a, to get across. No, uh, I've, been, I've had a very... I mean, I did go up to the lake. Let me just tell you one story from the lake. Okay, then i got to do uh, a tribute to Regis. A tribute to Regis. Uh, Regis wrote us a lot of letters. Oh, okay. Really? I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Good. Please continue. Because he wrote to other like past shows, like more than like no. the last show. No, it's all like, to the same show. He wrote to Sneaky Dragon six oh eight, six oh nine, six ten. So yeah, past shows, not just one. Oh, show. I thought you meant past shows as in shows that used to exist in the past, as in other podcasts such oh. as Horse Mysteries or Refresh My Memory. They're, or they still exist. Totally Tintin or yeah, those shows don't exist anymore. All right, except on the internet. Though some people say that our past uh, podcasts were better because yeah. the past was better. The past was better. Yeah. Well, those podcasts are celebrating the past, by the way. Oh, okay. Tintin, Beatles. Galactica 80. Full marks. <laughs> our Galactica 80 <laughs> podcast called, I don't know. What would our name for the, uh, oh, uh, what would our Battlestar Galactica podcast yeah, be yeah, called? Yeah. Lots of Lorne. Because it's a tribute to uh, Lorne Green. Okay. Lots, lots of yeah, Lorne. Okay. Lots of Lorne. <laughs> so um, I was up at the lake this, this uh, weekend. Eve and I went up on the Friday and then Mary joined us later on in the day. But Friday was a very kind of laid back day. We didn't even go out on the lake. We didn't right. even get into the boat. We just stayed around. We didn't the... even talk about Bert Kreischer. We didn't even talk about Bert Kreischer. We just, I even forgot. I was going to tell Eve about it. Cause she's the one who showed me him. Eve, 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 Bert Kreischer. Yeah. Okay. I got to I got to phone her later. Anyway. Um, we were at the, so we had like a games day mm-hmm. for our, like our day. It was just Eve and I there with, with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. And so we had, and they were kind of doing some house stuff still. They, they based, they did a lot of like, um, repairs around the around the old cabin. They put some siding on. They re- had their deck redone, uh, so they had to take all the railings down, and they had new vinyl put on it. And so they had they had a busy two weeks while they sure. were there. And we were showing up the last week of their of their vacation, and so we just had a like bit of fun. And so we had some contests, like even I versus my brother in law and sister in law was basically the mm. teams. And uh, we had a, we played uh, washers, we played cornhole, right. And we played buffalo balls. Oh, I don't know buffalo balls. Buffalo balls is two golf balls drilled drilled out with a with a cord between them. Okay. And then you throw them at a PVC stand. Okay. And there's like a bolos. Type yeah, and so there's three levels to it. Yeah. And so top level one, second level two, third level three, and then there's one in the back that you get four. Oh, cool. Okay. And so. Sounds fun. It was fun. I was a little rusty. In my, uh, I did okay in cornhole. For some reason, my washers game was well, well off. I could not get, I just couldn't get the the uh, washers into the holes. So, and I was pretty good at washers in the past. So I don't know what happened to my technique. It it went, it left, it got up and left. Uh, but buffalo balls, even I were quite neck and neck in in the game, or testicle toss, if you prefer. Sure, it's up to you. And so uh, we were. And so the balls idea of the, deep is what I call it. You call it balls deep. Yeah, nice. Except I don't have daughters, so I wouldn't call it that if I was playing that with my daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay to call it buffalo balls with your daughter or testicle toss. Yeah, buffalo balls. Once you come out tonight, come on and tonight. unzip your fly by the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so um, so the idea that so all the games you have to get to twenty one. Okay. Exactly to twenty one. So you cannot. So if you say if you at twenty. And you scored two, you would just be back down to twenty. You'd be buffalo balled. You'd be buffalo balled. If you scored three, you'd be back down to nineteen. Right, gotcha. So, um, so we're playing. We're, we're tied at nineteen, nineteen, and this is for 
all the marbles. All the chips. This is for all the marbles. All the fries. And because uh, we were playing like three games, you know, to wait, so we were waiting like series of games. In, Damn in right. These ones. So um, I, I throw. Actually, my brother started. He threw. Yeah. Missed. I threw. Not necessarily missed. Let's say sometimes you'll hit it, but instead of like wrapping around the, the two golf balls, will hit each other, right. and you just bounce off, and it's the most frustrating thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Conquers. You feel conquered. Right. And so then, so then he threw. One. He wraps it around the top one. Oh, shit. Once. Okay. So now he has to get one more. Yeah, yeah. I need two still. Okay. I throw. Then complete. He throws again. Uh-huh. Third t- third toss. We have four four to throw. Okay. Third toss. One around it. So I'm like, uh-oh. So I throw my third. Yeah. <laughs> get nothing. So he then just tosses. It, yeah. He tosses his away because right. he's already at 21. Right. It's my last throw. Mm-hmm. I throw mine. And... Believe it or not, I did aim this toss. Like, I was trying to aim to get this because I wanted to knock one of his off. Okay. So I hit his with my with my buffalo ball. It spins it around, knocks it off of the thing. So now he's down to 20. He's no longer winning. But mine wraps around number two. We're at 21. We won. This is the most go. amazing. My sister-in-law was so, so, she was so gutted. She, like... Was just bent over, like with her hands on her knees, just bent over, looking at the ground for about thirty seconds. Yeah, the miracle on the lake. Yeah, that's what we called it. Miracle on the lake. Thank you for yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It was it was a good weekend. This made me. I got uh, a little too much sun on Sunday though. What, you're making me regret something now. now I'm thinking like we had a uh, podcast that we did uh, for was it our seven hundredth episode in the backyard here? I wish no. Was it seven hundred? No, it was six hundred. Six hundred. All yeah. right. Very good. Uh, so we're at six. We're at six eleven today. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah. Okay, so uh, six hundred. Um, but I, I'm now thinking, oh, I wish we had, uh, like cornhole or some games for people it would have been fun. that were sneaky dragon themed that were yeah. based on the various podcasts that we did. So okay. for the 700, we'll, uh, think of like having a little fair yeah, day yeah, in the backyard. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, That'd be good. okay. So listen, we did an episode a long time ago called, uh, episode 608. <laughs> okay. And, uh, our friend Regis. Yes. Uh, who may or may not be French. I don't know. We don't know. I don't want to like. Uh, we did meet him in Paris. Spread rumors, but that's not a definite sign. That no, just means that we were both like there. Because we were in Paris. Fake Paris that's in Paris, <laughs> like you know, Euro Paris. Yeah, yeah, Euro Paris. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so Regis says adventure Paris, like the rabbit. Oh, by the way, uh, Regis writes in an interesting way. Yeah. So it may sound like I'm doing an image poem. Okay. And I mean this in the greatest respect. Yes. Because we we really like Regis. you love it. You love image poems. Yeah. Uh, there we go. I thought you were going to say uh, something positive about Regis. Instead, you went about the poetry. That's fine. Um, <laughs> like the rabbit, I'm late. Yeah. Uh, that's a literary reference to uh, Alice in Wonderland, by the way. Okay. There you go. You might not... Uh, not Alice through the Looking Glass. No, I don't think so. Not I think all. it was just Alice's Adventures yeah. in Wonderland. Yeah. Uh, nice carnival. The roller coaster is excellent. And here it is. The Barbie feminist thing that everybody is talking about. Thought I was never going to see it. And remember, stay frosty. What? That's Frosty Dragon Podcast Blog or what? See, now you might be saying to yourself, Ian, yeah. are you having a stroke? <laughs> and the answer is, I don't know. Yeah. There's no way to tell. You can't tell. Can you smell burnt toast? No. I did take... Uh, Can you smell Burt Kreischer? I will tell you that... Oh, interesting. Uh, I will tell you, yeah. this is this is the truth. Yeah. I took twice the right amount of medicine this morning. Twice is, the right amount of medicine? Yeah. So you're feeling twice as good. Yeah, that's not how that works. Hmm. Uh, but like I, I, I normally when I take uh, these these pills that I have, yeah. I flip over the uh, containers to okay. know that I've done it. Oh, I thought you were I, playing playing uh, find the find the pill. 
No. You have to kind of like find the queen. No, it was, in... it was called uh, doing stuff too early in the day <laughs> and then not thinking that I'd taken them. Okay. And then I was like, Ugh, so I've got to take them. Yeah. It's better to take too much than sure. too little. Yeah. So I had to do that. But mm. then the rest of the day I was like, all right, check for problems. Huh. Uh, I've been then, okay there. You've been feeling all right? I've been feeling okay. That's good. It should be worn off by now. <laughs> okay. uh, Regis writes for episode uh, 209. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be a little more lateless lately. Can you slow down a bit? Uh, and he's talking about Epic Career Quest, which is a oh, YouTube yes. thing. Yes, it's you. Epic Career Quest. Nice. <laughs> P is in the credits, and there's uh, a Ian, but I didn't quite remember him as Asiatic. That's sneaky for <laughs> sure. There you go. I'm not Ian Boggs. I wish I was Ian Boggs. <laughs> uh, like the Scooby-Doo. Yeah, in my youth, he was French vibe. It does have a kind of Scooby-Doo-ish vibe. Speaking of Scooby-Doo, and he's spelling it in a very sexy French way, uh, that's a French invention, 1958, take that, Anna Barbella, uh, who's that woman anyway, where you knit uh, uh, colored plastic spaghetti to do things, uh, mostly as uh, the mother or Father's Day gift, I think, to change from the pasta painting, made with real pasta, this one, Yeah, and it's also a Sasha Distel song. Uh, you look at me, but I don't know. Confusing, not to say sneaky. Yeah, I didn't say it. I wrote it, and that was a la mode in the eighties. <laughs> not Sasha. He literally crashed in eighty-five. Okay, one more to go. Stay alive. Oh, I see you are staying alive. <laughs> I hoo hoo hoo. That's a good thing. Okay. So that's that's a thing. Can I just say I love it? Yep. I love it. Yep. It's fine. It's, great. it's all well and good. Oh, it's grand. Uh, he was also uh, one of our first letters uh, for episode uh, 610. And uh, let me just preface that by saying what our questions were. Uh, they were, what's your favorite comedy album? And uh, how do you pass the time on a long drive? I don't think either of those questions is going to matter with the Regis. But we're going to see. And yeah. then we'll go on for that. Wait a minute. Let me sit down and take a breath. You're so fast. Zero to 60 and oh, okay, not quite 60. And I don't know. No time or mm, that's... <laughs> 600 and some change. Whoosh! That's at least the speed of light, or rather sound. My favorite comedy album. You really, really, really want to know? You sure? It goes back to a time that people under 60... Never mind. So when I was in my prime, that's around 40 BA before Amazon, I was quite <laughs> digging Les Frères Animis. Uh, see, I told you. Uh, that they act a lot like Manzai, you know, the two beats, beat uh, Takashi, where they had a very quick back and forth type of conversation with a lot of incomprehension. Oh, I don't know what that's like uh, between each other due to uh, the use of a lot of calembour. That's a scientific name for wordplay. What science? Which one? Okay. Geology. Oh, and... One of them is very well known for his disappearance. For real, we still don't know where where it's at. Where they're at. I like that Regis always throws in something tragic. They're like, we're all having a good time. What happened? Well, they never knew. To shreds, you say. And for a long drive, France culture or podcasts. There's one about a weird dinosaur 
Maybe it's in uh, Canadian. So I may have overlooked some subtitles. Oh, no. That's the one I listen to when driving tractors, which is some sort of long drive, too, you might say. <laughs> so the podcast has subtitles. I know it's us. I know I get the joke. But I just like the idea that there's an audio podcast that has subtitles. And stay er dinosaury dragony. P.S. <laughs> Sorry, before I correct myself, yeah. I couldn't be in my prime registered trademark. Uh, that was not invented yet. Prime before Amazon. Sheesh, who was I kidding? <laughs> okay. That was a nice workout. Regis, uh, we uh, think you're swell. That's great. All right. Uh, Matthew Sanborn Smith writes, You can transform an Arnold Palmer into a Dave Dedrick by adding a dollop of Miracle Whip. <laughs> I no. listened to uh, George Carlin's Indecent Exposure a lot when I was a kid. But that's a compilation album, so I don't think it should count. Hmm. I'm going to say my favorite is Steve Martin's Comedy is Not Pretty. I can still uh, recite bits off the album like Cruel Shoes and You Can Be a Millionaire. Sadly, I pass the time on a long drive by driving. I'll also have audiobooks or podcasts at the ready, but then I'll uh, only feel like listening to music. I also daydream, which uh, seems like a bad thing to do while driving, but I haven't injured anyone yet. I have missed my turn an awful lot, though. <laughs> I'm a daydreamer as well. Daydream believer. Yes. Edward Dragansky writes, Wait, I have to follow Regis? How in the hell do I compete with that? <laughs> okay, here goes. Start with some random noises. That's my tip. <laughs> I had many of the albums mentioned already. Steve Martin, Gallagher, Eddie Murphy. And Dad had some of the George Carlin ones, which I was forbidden to listen to until I was 18 or so. Dad also had some Pat Cooper, Bill Cosby, and Alan Sherman albums. My uncle had the Firesign Theater, PDQ, Bach, and Nick Danger stuff. But they were, pardon me, but they were Nick two Danger albums. is the Firesign Theater. What's that? I said Nick Danger is the Firesign Theater. Oh, very good. Uh, and I, but there were two albums I absolutely loved and had to own. The Best of Hudson and uh, Hudson and Laundry, Volumes 1 and 2. I used to uh, listen to an hour-long comedy show on the radio every evening when I was drawing or doing my homework. It was called Jim Lowe and the Library of Laughs from Dallas FM 101 Classical Station, WRR. Uh, Jim Lowe played uh, Hudson and Laundry all the time, so I sought out those albums. I thought they were funny. Do you remember them? I do never not. heard of I them. I never heard of them before. Interesting. Uh, everything was either an interview or... i got to look that up. An interview or a phone call like Bob Newhart did, just uh, not one-sided. Most Well, that sounds like, um, uh, what, what, what do you call it, Bob and Ray? That's what I was thinking. This, this, sounds, this sounds like a Bob and Ray that was yeah. in an area that was, like Bob and Ray, we know about because they were in New York. So everyone who grew up in New York loved them. And then, you know, New York is like the center of the universe. So, of course, you hear about things from New York. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Soupy Sales. Like, who was this person? Right. Well, he's popular in New York. So everyone knew about him. But, but yeah, so it feels like these, these guys must have been kind of mining the same... Or mining the same seam. The comedy Here's scene. a reminder uh, for you, maybe. Uh, most of the uh, sketch comedy titles revolved around Ajax Blank. Could be Ajax Airlines, Ajax Liquor Store, or Ajax Mortuary. <laughs> I still uh, go through almost the entire routines in my head, too. I listen to them so much. Ah, that's why I will check that out. Uh, audiobooks on a long drive take me uh, uh, too far away from the task at hand, and I'm worried about losing attention to the road. Podcasts, however, are great to listen to on a long drive. Mm. And I may even listen to a couple of fabulous gentlemen named Ian and David to pass the time. Oh, <laughs> shit, there's another podcast. Another with Ian same and David. names. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I guess uh, the podcast model doesn't distract me 
like an audio uh, book does and probably stimulates a mm. different part of my brain. Yeah. That is what we we try to stimulate. We strive for that. Um, we strive to stimulate. With us doing this. What's the name of that guy? <laughs> Who is it? Who is it? Wait. Who is that guy? No, no, don't look it up, though. Let me just no, I'll think no, about I it. No, I got it right here. I'll remember. No, someone's driving off the road. <laughs> So I load up on podcasts when making the long haul. I even thought of investing in a CB radio and giving that a go. Do you think anyone is still out there yakking at one another on those things? Yes, they are. And they're intense. Uh, That's a big 10-4, Regis. Watch out for those Smokies. Jesus, that would be a riot. Me on a CB radio? I would need a handle. Oh, that's a good... You know what? That's um, That's one of the questions this week. What would your CB radio handle be? Yeah. There you are. Uh, that's a big 1070 signing off from the Big D, Emerald City, to all my good buddies. Time to put the hammer down until next time. Edward's got a great big convoy, but I think there's another letter from him. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, 100% to you on Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, Dave. Thank Damn, you. Damn, that was good. Yes. Tommy sure knows how to make some good movies. <laughs> I know you're partial to Rebecca Ferguson. Watching her in the Apple Plus series Silo right now. I saw a little bit of that. I did not continue watching it, though. Dave doesn't care for TV. Uh, (laughs) But he doesn't even own a lock for his door. Break in and take his TV. He can take it if he can get it off the wall. But how sexy is Haley Atwell? So sexy. I've got an action figure over in the other room. Dave won't take his eyes off her. Uh, I I, I like her a lot, too. I thoroughly enjoyed part one. I'm looking forward to part two uh, with the hope that the strike doesn't uh, interfere too much. You know what? I was really hoping we it's already it's already filmed. So oh, that's good. They filmed them simultaneously. Nice. That's smart. That's yeah. uh, Richard Donner style. So that's why it's going to be out next year rather than waiting another three years for it. Hubba hubba. Uh, Richard Donner style. Yeah, I, that's what they said. I don't want to brag. Let's, do, like, let's have a Donner party. They said. <laughs> I don't want to brag, by the way. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had one of our uh, letter writers this week uh, visit. Oh, really? We had a, a lovely uh, chat okay. and. Uh, my wife showed her a duck painting that she did. Okay. That she submitted. I saw the duck painting. Yeah. I did not you see, didn't it, in see it in person. No, I did you not did see not. it in person. But you know who did? Louise Moon. Mm. And now is it gone? It is off it's to gone. be judged. So you have to send the original. That's right. Ooh, you're really trusting the post office. Sure are. Uh, we did Pure Later, but yes. <laughs> Louise says... Pure Later is owned by, the, by Canada Post. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I like listening to talk radio when I'm on road trips okay. to get a sense of local culture. Okay. 15 years ago, while driving to Florida, I randomly uh, turned into a pro- tuned into a program where the guest was explaining their city and had entered a beautiful town contest. And the organizing committee wanted to put up the town's one African-American family in a hotel while the judges were visiting. Ooh. I eventually realized it was a modest proposal uh, type of fake scenario. Nice. But some of the callers did not and took it seriously. So it was interesting to hear what level of outrage or not the callers expressed over the idea. Yeah. There was a CBC show called This Is That with yes, uh, Peter Oldring and f- another fellow who I know and I'm blanking on the name a f- of. A fake news show. And they would, uh, yeah, they would uh, make up fake scenarios and people would contact them and be outraged <laughs> about such things. There was one thing I think about the um, Calgary Aquarium and said they were going to have like a big fish fry because they were shutting it all down. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah you know, Come on down and eat the most exotic fish you've ever tasted. <laughs> I got all upset by yeah, that. That's a good gag. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, questions for next week. My uh, one would be, what's your CB uh, handle? So this could be like kind of a jokey mm-hmm. you know, name uh, sure. whatnot. And if you don't know uh, what CB handles are like, look that up. It's fun. 
And uh, I talked about this oh, Ian last week. Yeah. Uh, the, my question for this week is, uh, what is a movie that is unfairly maligned? Oh, okay. So what is a movie that you think is quite good, mm-hmm. but is, has not got the... Uh, the critical approval. Well, I think one that definitely was unfairly maligned at the time, yeah. uh, at least by half of the team of Siskel and Ebert, was Kids in the Hall Brain Candy. Okay. And uh, and uh, Roger Ebert hated the film. And okay. It was like, what's going on about? Yeah. Unfunny. Dis- despicable. Da, da, yeah, da, yeah. And... and and uh, Ebert, uh, sorry, uh, Siskel, yeah. is going, no, no, he got it. Yeah. And Ebert did not got it. Okay. And yeah, really slammed it uh, hard. So I think that was uh, that was maligned by mm. 50% of the uh, biggest critics uh, in America at the time. Yeah, it's too bad because uh, if you see the movies that uh, Roger Ebert wrote, they weren't that great. They really liked uh, Kingpin, and I remember going, "Oh, this must be amazing!" And I went to see it, and I was like, mm, "Yeah." You're yeah, like, "It's a, it, well." My feeling about Kingpin is my feeling about Meatballs. It's saved by Bill Murray. Okay. Like the Bill Murray bowling sequence at the end of, of Kingpin is great. Like he's great yeah. as that Ernie, whoever you know, and does a great job playing this you know pompous you know bowling star. But yeah, the rest of the movie is just yeah, it's a the typical fairly. I've got a delicious. Bucket full of nice fresh uh, milk, and it's drinking it so delicious. That's not a cow. That's a bull. <laughs> he was drinking sperm. Yeah. Nice uh, sperm. Hilari- uh, that's a lot to get out of a bull. There's yeah. a lot of problems. I gotta I say, that's a friendly bull. Yeah. There's a lot of. Yeah. Hmm. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Bill Murray's really good in it. But Bill Murray's great. Yeah, you're make, right. It makes the, it's not Bill Murray's movie though. It's like no, no, it's not. It is, he's only at the end of it. But if you can like, like as I watched it, I don't know why I watched. It. I guess because I liked something about Mary. Okay. So I was giving them like way more latitude than I would normally have given a movie of that okay. of that nature. Uh, but it's yeah, it's a hard it's a hard slog to get to because there's a scene also where they cut the uh, Randy Quaid character cuts off a horse's hooves, and so you're just left with that image in your mind through the rest of the movie. Like there's a horse somewhere that's laying bleeding. <laughs> In a stall because it's missing all four of its feet. Yeah, Foot, footsies. But so America loved Randy Quaid. Yes, and that love affair never stopped. It never stopped. It is still to this day. You know, Independence Day, Kingpin. Yep. National Lampoon's Vacation. His classic character from all those movies. You know, National Lampoon's. His run on Saturday Night Live. Run on Saturday Night Live. What some people say was the perfect season. Yep. Yeah. yeah. His uh, movie Star uh, Starfuckers. Hmm. Is that what it's called? I can't remember what they're called. Circulars. Circulars. Uh, whackers. Star- <laughs> I see why you went I see why you went fuckers. <laughs> I got mixed up. Because it was whacking. Yeah, yeah. No, I was Oh, does do you think oh do you think he got it mistaken and it was just like people giving hand jobs to celebrities? Yeah. yeah. Oh I was thinking of the Rolling Stones. They were coming to kill him. There's a Rolling Stones song. And they were song. just gonna whack him off. There's a Rolling Stone song. It's just called Star Star on Goat's Head Suit, but it's actually called Starfucker, and that's okay. the, in the list line of. And I was thinking of that when I was Star Whackers is the correct. Yeah, he came to I a screening of something of of his. Yeah. at uh, the Rio mm. uh, back. When, that's when he was living. He came up here. To, yeah, uh, to, try to and escape get, from the whacking. He was trying to claim refugee status. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Escaping the Star Whackers. He really, uh, he really gave a bad name to the crazy beard. Luckily, uh, Letterman reclaimed that and. Uh, Took it back, so yeah. you can still now have a crazy beard. It's, it's weird, like because that that actor Michael Moriarty, who was uh, on, on Law and Order, yeah, he washed up here too when he had his nervous breakdown. He was living in Maple Ridge, mm-hmm. drinking his life away. Mm-hmm. But anyway, 
Yeah. But Michael Moriarty, my friend always said this, and I agree with him, which is Michael Moriarty would have been great in a Philip K. Dick adaptation because he's a total Dick <laughs> character. I did not mean to say it that way. I apologize. I apologize to everyone. It came out and I just had to stop. <laughs> hey, man, and on a high note, or what you just said. <laughs> anyway, a movie you think, I mean, my movie would be Ishtar, which I saw when it yep. came out and I loved it. In fact, I saw it two times. I saw it twice at the good old Scott 72 before it was run out of town on a rail. And I think it's a great, great movie. It has two actors who are not comedians being very well directed to be really funny. And also and has the background Matt Fur. It has uh, Charles Gordon in it, yeah. who I love. He's great. I love Matt Fur. Okay, he's a local local fella. Okay, think, uh, all right. Yeah, neat. Did he come up here because he was having yeah, a nervous breakdown? Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> so he's got a big beard and yeah. he's drinking his life away in Maple Ridge. Yeah. Everyone, hey, you want to contact us? Here's how you do it. You can he go to the website. In, he, li- oh. he lives in uh, one of those uh, those tubes that we used to put the uh, oh the giant uh, hamsters in. Okay, sorry. I'm okay. glad that they're being used. Yeah, well, they're going to be used by... They've just been sitting down near the old expo site for all these years, just hanging around. Right, just full of celebrities that came up here. (laughs) A lot of people. (laughs) Crackers. (laughs) Because I guess, you know, it's a beautiful city. Yeah. So so if you're going to go cuckoo somewhere, you might as well do it here where it's really expensive and you can't find anywhere to live. Well, we used to have a thing that was like uh, Vancouver, a nuclear uh, free zone, used to say. Yeah. It's not the case anymore. No. So now it says Vancouver, eh, go nuts. (laughs) That's the sign. The town motto, go nuts. Eh, go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. You got to put the eh in it first. But I I interrupted you. But Uh, isn't it weird that our, uh, what's, what, what show has filmed, like filmed it for like 19 years? Like 19 years, like 19 seasons. I think at least 19 seasons. Are you talking we, Law and Order? Talking Supernatural. Oh. Uh, what was the old BC motto? Oh, Supernatural British Columbia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say someone from that show went nuts. I don't think that's the case. No, not at all. No. No. Uh, no, they moved back to Texas, one of them anyway. I think the other one's still living here. doesn't matter, folks. So wait a second. One of them moved to Texas. He was from Texas. He moved back. He, is is that who's doing the uh, Walker... Texas Ranger redo? No, it's not. Oh, that's weird. I know. So the one not from Texas. Yeah. And the other one is... Jared uh, Padalecki, and I can't remember the name of the... The other one's on uh, The Boys, right? Yeah, he played uh, some... Soldier I didn't see Boy. That. I didn't see that season. I... He's the Captain America character. After they exploded a guy from his penis, I just went, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this right, show. Right, I, I can't enjoy my game of uh, uh, buffalo balls. <laughs> this kind of just disrespect. A, a, yeah, yeah, to, to testicles. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay to toss testicles, but don't don't blow them up, please. Yeah, you got nice, strong... Yeah, that's right. Do you want people to write to us? Eh. You have to read it out. Wait, me? Yeah. Aren't you hosting this one? Yeah, I just... I was going to tell people how to write, yeah, get, write to us. Okay. Hey, we have a website. It's called SinkyDragon.com. We Prove have it. A co- <laughs> we have a comment section. <laughs> I, well, you just had it open. Picture your, it didn't happen. <laughs> you just had it open on your computer. What computer? <laughs> oh, my God. The one right there in front of you. What, this one? Yeah. This is the Apple Gaslight. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's so light. It's as light as gas. <laughs> okay. What did you think I was looking at? I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, I wasn't looking at anything. That's why. Okay. It's the Apple Gaslight. I thought you were looking at the... I thought earlier reading uh, letters off of no. the... Uh, no, you're crazy. Okay. You're crazy if you think of that. The Apple Gaslight... <laughs> Wait, who, how crazy uh, am I? Am I Michael Moriarty crazy or Randy Cade crazy? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a, that's a, that's a, a scale. It's all on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's like the Kinsey scale. Yeah, yeah, that used to be my cat. <laughs> and you would often weigh him on a? On, on, on a scale at the vet, and it would go, you're gay. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I don't know how the cat knows. <laughs> but, you know, this is how the kids' scale works. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, you can write to us at our website, sneakydragon.com. 
Uh, the show's there. And underneath it is room for your thoughts, opinions, and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. That's what we want from people. Yeah, what happened to us? <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're dying right now. Oh, my God. Anyway. Okay. Now I can't have anything happen to me with this uh, over-medication thing. Yeah, yeah. No, be like, no. You know, that was his last episode. <laughs> what was the first thing he said? Well, firstly, his cat outed him. And then uh, then they joked about dying. And that was it. That was the end oh, for Oh, my it. gosh. My gosh. It's then, terrible. Then he smelled Bert, Bert Kreider. Kreischer? Bert Kreischer. Bert Kreider was different. Guys, <laughs> you can email us. Sneaky D at SneakyDragon.com. Hey, we're still on X. I just want to quit all of that. I don't need to like give up my account on that thing. I loved, I didn't love Twitter, but I just loved the, like, the little yeah. bird. And they got rid of it. Do you, do you remember um, uh, Cowboy X on uh, from Sesame Street? I do not. Cowboy X, he came into town. Yippee, Cowboy X. Yix, yippee. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. It's on Sesame Street. You'll enjoy it. Uh, sounds I'm good. Gonna show it to Dave after this. Yeah. And then uh, other ways to contact us. And we have a Patreon page. Hey, I don't want to sound like I'm sad because I do feel like we've got sad doing the end of the show there. But I'm sad that we're saying goodbye because I really do appreciate everyone who listens to this show. You're great. Look look in a mirror and I want you to look in a mirror right now and say my name three times. And I will come out and you'll do an episode of Horse Mysteries. Come out and do it. If you say my name, I'll do refresh my memory. But very quietly because he actually doesn't talk on the show. No, I don't. You hear my laughter in the background, though. (laughs) And we talk about Jaws this time around. And by we, I don't mean me. Yeah, people should listen to Refresh My Memory. They should. And Horse Mysteries. I plugged it on Horse Mysteries. I should plug Refresh My Memory. There we go. If you haven't heard, and you probably have because if you're subscribed, then it shows up in 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 your feed. But... If you haven't, if you'd like to go to the website and listen to the show, check out Refresh My Memory with a popular guest, Jason Dedrick. Yeah. Other popular guest, Eric Fell. Yeah. And other popular guest, Vicky Van. Sure thing. And let me also say, nepotism. But it's a great show. Yeah, we're related to two of the hosts. Yes. Yeah, it's a little suspicious. How did that happen? Yeah. Uh, how did they get here? Weird. Anyway, it's a lot of fun, though. I've listened to most of it. Okay. Refresh my memory. Do you think it's on TV and so you won't uh, watch it? <laughs> yeah, it was, well, I wanted to watch it with subtitles. Okay, sure. I'll try and supply some subtitles. <laughs> Everyone's sitting down. They're all Now someone's taking a sip of drink. <laughs> all right, everyone. We'll see you in a week with another bit of this stuff. Goodbye. Goodbye.